What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 202. Clouded, this boy's future is... It is time for the Jedi to end. It's so much bigger. Luke Skywalker said that. That's awesome. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, Brad. Tonight, we will talk about Star Wars Celebration. We will talk about The Last Jedi poster, the first teaser trailer, panels, Star Wars Rebels, Battlefront 2, and much, much more. In fact, we have so much Star Wars talk, we will not have time for movie news this week. Remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. Now remember also, when we are broadcasting from the Dragon's Lair, there is always spoilers abound, and sometimes there is some locker room talk, so if spoilers and sometimes the occasional F-word bothers you, this may not be the podcast for you people. Or poodoo. Yes. If you don't like the word poodoo, yeah. you're and in the poodoo. I might want to get out. So Seth, you just got back from Orlando. You missed episode 200. I did. 201. What's your thoughts on that? But it was a really good, uh, but it was a good reason to be gone, right? I would think so. Where were you? I was in Orlando. Well, yeah, I think that would be okay. For celebration? For a Star Wars <laughs> celebration, yeah. Well, let's comment on that real quick. 200 episodes, man. You weren't yeah. here to, to give your thoughts, man. Isn't that badass? Yeah, Something I think we it's worked cool. up to. I mean, uh, um, I, mean I, uh, I, I put on Video Land that, you know, Video Land is a, a place where, you know, people can come together and we can, you know, we can love each other, we can rip on each other, we can, uh, we, we can be there for each other and, uh, and, and talk about movies and, you know, rip on Batman v Superman. <laughs> and, then he, uh, and then he edited that out. He edited it out. Did he? Yeah. He I, my, original, my original quote says that, like, it's, like, all inspirational at the very end. It just says, to rip on Batman v Superman. <laughs> I'm you. kidding. I am kidding. I don't really mean that. <laughs> um, that's not why we're here. Uh, but, uh, but, I, I think uh, it's super neat what the group has evolved yeah. into. And then there's all of these kind of like subsections of the group, you know what I mean, too, where mm, people, yeah. you know, you got the your wrestling fans. You got your wrestling the, fans, you got your comic geeks, you got your uh, you got your horror uh, your horror hounds. Yeah, marathon men are doing baseball yeah. comedies this yeah. weekend. I still think you guys missed the mark. You put Bull Durham in there, which is not a comedy. Yeah. And you should well, have put basketball in there, which is one of the funniest comedies of all time. Yeah, the only reason we didn't do that is because basketball was, it was so left field, if oh, I should say. Oh, oh. It was kind of basketball <laughs> and baseball. Yeah. baseball and I, I kind of agree with you on the Bull Durham. Um, I let Kyle put this one together. Well, that's the mistake, because Kyle's an idiot. <laughs> I, lo- I love you. Come on. So, Bull Durham. It's a baseball movie. With, it's a drama with comedic beats. So, I don't gotcha. know. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, so 200 episodes, Brian. Mm-hmm. You came in, like, halfway through. So, bo- thank you both, you know, for, one, starting this thing with me, man, at episode zero. It was at the game store. Actually, Star Wars brought us together. And uh, the first episode was um, uh, on Rebels with my father-in-law. Episode cool. one. So, cool. yeah, you cool. came in halfway, man. 200 episodes. I think we have, what, hundreds of hours yeah. of, of, of just audio and video. It's pretty badass. It's fantastic. We have a library of people hating on things that we love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian's like, yeah, you guys got hundreds of hours of people just bitching about DC stuff. I love it. <laughs> no, but you're, you've been a big supporter of us. So oh, I yeah, love thank it. I love you, it. man. I love, it. it's, I love the family that we've all kind of created yeah. here. So, all right. We have a long discussion tonight, so let's jump into it. 40 years of Star Wars. You went to Orlando. That's pretty exciting. That's worth missing. Episode 200, 201. You went to Orlando. That's badass. And so, I tried to broadcast for the... For the group, but you weren't putting my stuff up on the internet. Dude, I was, I've been so busy, man. I was, starting yeah, I, was every... I was hoping you would put it on the group and I not know, to my I messenger. Don't, I don't have any, uh, 
I, I had no Wi-Fi. I had no oh, way yeah. to send. That's why I was sending it to you, and that's why I was starting every video. What's up, Video Landers? This is Seth doing yeah. stuff. You should have like, given me a heads up on that, because I was wondering if you were going to put it up there later. I didn't want the Wi-Fi turned off there on purpose. Uh, You know, that's a good question. That, probably I did. Probably to keep the shit from streaming. I also don't dick around either. That I'm not the guy that's searching around for it. That I'm just like, you know, because I didn't get on Facebook at all while I was there, because yeah. I wanted to be focused on this. So yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us your experience. Meet and greets, autographs. Did you attend the, uh, any panels? Give us the rundown. Okay, so... So I guess uh, I met Hayden Christensen. Yay! So, yeah, so that was pretty cool. He got a really good, like, warm welcoming, too. Yeah. Didn't uh, he get a standing ovation? Yes. That's awesome. Uh, good. So yeah. I go in to meet him. Uh, I shake his hand. He go, Well, he first off goes like, hey, bud, you ready to get your picture taken? I was like, well, you are taller than me. You, I'm, like, almost your age. I'm just going to roll with this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she, uh, we take a picture and everything, and uh, here I can show you guys the picture really quick, so awesome. you can kind of get the. Uh, yeah, while you're showing that, I'll, I'll comment on that. I didn't. I unfortunately, I, Brian and I didn't get to go to Orlando. Um, yeah. I watched the panels. Did you watch any of the panels? I didn't. I got called away from work. I got called away to work. I was actually closer than I am. I was in That's Atlanta, cool, right? mm-hmm. but uh, I was at I was at the warehouse doing um, he- other things. I didn't get a chance to go. That's, That's that, cool. The panels were great, though, man. And he seemed very down to earth. Very timid. Yeah. Like, he, he was very, Very like, respectful. Very, yeah. you know, just uh, well-spoken. And he, uh, so so we snapped the picture, and he he shakes my hand again. I go, hey, dude, thanks for coming. Like, it's super cool that you're here. And like he 15 goes, years, isn't it? Yeah. And he just goes, it's really good to see you, man. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked out. Like, because I was like. I don't know what to take. I don't, yeah, I don't know how yeah, to yeah. take this. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. a lot of people were hoping that there would be some kind of announcement yep, for like a, a Vader what... spinoff, Obi Wan, anything that we could fit yep. Hayden in. Didn't happen, unfortunately. But I think it's yeah. really cool. And maybe they're prepping us for later. Some I was gonna news. say he's at least it's showing that he's still involved with the family. Yeah, you yeah. know he's he is there. He's he's part of everything. That's always been you know anytime that you see someone that kind of falls off of the circuit. Uh, in you know, all the conventions, you, know, you like the horror conventions and stuff. When someone stops attending, yeah. you're like, "Oh, they're done." You know, yeah, they're 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 either been blackballed or they're not involved anymore. They don't want to be involved anymore. Yep. And it's it's good to see that he's he's still active. And uh, I guess he was taking some uh, the jokes well. I guess some uh, I think there's on there's, eBay there's a, a thing of sand that a, someone brought him to autograph. So he, <laughs> he autographed the guy with, uh, There's a guy who took a picture with magic sand, like the kinetic sand. <laughs> So and I'm just kind of like, why you guys got to rip on him? Yeah, why you got to right. bust his yeah. balls? Yeah. Uh, I went to the Last Jedi panel. Oh, cool. Was that Wait, the only panel you went to? Or I did you... also went to the Marvel Comics panel. Okay. Uh, the uh, because I I wanted, and this is uh, um, what will you want to hear about first? Yeah, no, tell me about the Last Jedi panel. Was that was that interesting? I mean, because I got to cool. watch it. I, I thought it was very interesting. But yeah. What was the I, What was the crowd like, man? Was there a lot of energy there for that? Yeah, I was gonna say we were all tired. I mean, we'd all been there for eighteen hours, like just laying there, and then we. Uh, it was pretty cool. Ryan Johnson actually came and visited us when we were in the queue line at one o'clock in the morning, and he uh, he signed everything and took a picture with everyone. So he was there for two and a half hours. So you got his autograph as well. I did. I got uh, one of my Star Wars Destiny cards signed, uh, Kylo Ren card signed. You know when everyone is talking just saying great things about Ryan Johnson, yeah. uh, Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. um, the whole cast is has fallen in love with Ryan Johnson. So, so I think that's cool. that's really exciting. And very, it, was, very cool. it was pretty cool because, you know, like every time he brought up Looper, we all cheered and everything. Yeah. We're like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, 
But uh, but you but, hear the story about like Mark Hamill was like uh, he was talking to Ryan Johnson and he goes, man, he's like, you know, you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. I don't know if I want to do this. I'm actually I'm pretty scared. Mark Hamill said, yeah. about, you know, doing this whole like Luke Skywalker thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Johnson goes, I am too. <laughs> he's like, that's my kind of director. I know? think it's cool that like he uh, he sat on like both Carrie Fisher's bed and Mark Hamill's bed and like they read the scripts together yeah. and like and reworked it and everything mm-hmm. and you so you can tell the care is there. The only thing that I don't like, did you hear about Kylo Ren's scar? Yeah, we're gonna bring that up. Yeah, I was gonna say that the scar across his nose, he moved it. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. he was like, I thought it looked stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. I just thought it looked dumb. Oh. So, yeah, and I was like... I'll so, comment so on he that. kind of created his own continuity error. I have... Well, I don't know. <laughs> pretty maybe much. Pretty much. Well, maybe they'll like fix it with Bacta or something like that. I have no idea. I what can't they, imagine. Well, that was, the, that was the ongoing joke that, you know, it's uh, Force Awakens, that that timeline, Bacta tanks must be pretty bitchin'. You can move your scar yeah. to where you want it. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was interesting. But uh, it was pretty cool. We ended up being only 10 rows back. Oh, so, cool. like, it was... Oh, wow. It was super worth it. We were very close to all of them. So, uh... But it was it was energy. I mean, and what about could... Kelly Marie Tran? Yeah, like what was really cool. Have you seen Kelly Marie Tran at all? She's she, tiny. So yeah, she's this itty bitty person. So oh, wow. I think all of us at this table can agree that John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, yeah. um, Oscar Isaacs, all of them just nail their characters. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's a great... um, any, anything, any criticisms that fall on Force Awakens, the, the normal ones that you hear, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't care because I'm having so much fun with those characters. Kelly Marie Tran. Um, she's Asian, uh-huh. and she comes off like they. I don't know how they how they're casting these people, but you just listen to her talk. When you go home tonight, just you know, type in her name, okay. and she's she has a lot of interviews out there. But she's bubbly. She's excited to be a part of Star Wars, and she fits in right with those cast of characters. Awesome. I can see us talking next year about how she's our new favorite character. Awesome. You know, um, but she's uh, she's gonna be a, what like a, uh, she's a maintenance. Playing, she's yeah, she's a mechanic, and her name is Rose. Yeah, a maintenance okay. worker so. for the Resistance. Her yeah, her character's name is Rose. So I think yeah, yeah check gets her into out. some awesome. trouble with Finn and Poe apparently. So, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about her. Yeah, so. but uh, so that was, uh, I mean, it was a, a very surreal experience, like gotcha. being around, uh, being around that many Star Wars fans and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this isn't your first celebration, though. Second one, okay. But but this is the other thing. What was the like, other one? Indianapolis? Oh, it was also in Florida. Oh, wow, I went cool. to five. And uh, the uh, the other thing though too is. There weren't any new Star Wars movies, but the last one that I went to, this there was a very different feel this oh, time around sure. because so many more people. It was just yeah. insane. Well, right? they, they didn't think and I just be- kept, I just kept going like, man, I remember liking Star Wars before everybody else did. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like a Star Wars hipster. I said that a lot at this uh, at this celebration. But they didn't it think it was going to be this popular, right? No, agreed. <laughs> Tell but, us that story. Do you really want to hear that? I've oh. already heard it. Tell them. I, I don't want to bitch about them. So, on the opening day, we got there an hour and a half before it started, okay? I didn't actually get into the con. Didn't actually set foot into the building until two and a half hours actually before it had, or after it had started. Because there were only seven people with seven metal detectors checking everyone's bag. And they said they didn't know it would be that popular. I watched a man look at the entire row. He took off his badge and he threw it. And he walked away. And someone quick grabbed his badge and ran back in the line. It was insane. And we, there was a lady with her baby. I ended up holding her baby for a while. Like we were not, yeah. Like just because we were trying to entertain, uh, we were trying to entertain her daughter who was dressed like Ray because like the line was so ridiculous. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. if you could dress up there. Because that, you know, like, what? I was going to ask if you could dress up there. Oh yeah, there, dude. You know? It was uh, incredible costumes. Like it was That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, everyone's got a freaking R2. 
that's the other thing is like these things are rolling around you don't even i just was like hey r2 and he st- pulls up to me i was like can i get your picture and he turns and looks at like rolls and turns and looks at me i'm like i have no idea where the guy that is operating this is yeah he's just hidden somewhere and uh snaps some pictures together it's pretty wow. pretty boss that's so, awesome so yeah that uh i mean it is uh it was a neat place um the uh I definitely liked it on the first and the and the last days. On the on the Friday and Saturday, it was just like way too busy. Yeah, there was just all kinds of people, and I just don't like that very well. But uh, just a lot of people enjoying Star Wars and loving it. But uh, I also went to the Marvel panel, okay. and uh, they talked about future comics that they're going to be coming out with. Uh, they're going to start doing the Darth Vader comic again, and it's going to pick up right after he screams no. In episode three, because okay. he was like, "It's my job to make that cool," and he showed the first couple uh, panels. And yeah. who's uh, the head of that team? Uh, I don't remember. It's the guy who did the other Vader book. Oh, okay. And okay. so it's in good hands. But like the first couple panels they show is uh, him. He falls to his knees and he turns to the Emperor and he force pushes him against the wall. And then the Emperor force pushes him back. That's cool. And I'm like, cool. All right, I'm yeah. already sold. I'm gonna buy it. Doesn't matter. But those were the those were the main things, and then other than that, uh, I'll admit I was totally sharking the uh, Fantasy Flight booth because they had promos of Star That's Wars cool. Destiny, so we were just sitting there playing games of Destiny. Was there a lot of vendors? Uh, all kinds of vendors. Cool. Yes, but everything was mainly just you so know. Did you, Star did you blow Wars all stuff. your money then? No, no, not at all. I bought uh, um, bought a T-shirt. Oh, that's a cool shirt. Never tell me. No, 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 that's yeah. awesome. He's heading into the asteroid field. Yep. That's yeah, awesome. Talia tried to buy a bunch of art. I wouldn't let her because she was like, "Seth, it's only one hundred and forty dollars." I'm like, "No, nope, not happening. Not happening. Not that cool." Well, was there so, anybody that um, that you kind of missed that they that didn't show up to the panels? Like Adam Driver wasn't there, right? No, or Oscar Isaacs. Oh wow, Oscar Isaacs was okay. no. Oh, Oscar Isaacs is probably filming something. Yeah, for yep, sure. I was going to say. I imagine it's, it's, Adam, honestly, so was probably Adam Driver. They're probably I imagine that they're both busy. Uh, the other, I'll tell you one other cool story. So. When we were in the airport waiting for the plane, we actually came home on Monday. Uh, we were uh, um, we were we were sitting, and someone asked, like, "Oh, what do you got? Are you guys on a honeymoon or something like that?" Because you know she's just sitting with her uh, with her head on my shoulder, and I was like, "Yeah, we kind of just had a honeymoon. We just went to a, um, we just went to Star Wars Celebration." And this girl overheard us. She had to have been like maybe ten years younger than us. She was in a wheelchair, and she rolls up to us, and she goes, "You guys were at Celebration." And we were like, yeah. And she was like, I was too. That's cool. And That's awesome. she then proceeds to talk to me for the next hour and a half about Star Wars. And her mom is like, That's cool. thank you so much for talking with her. And I was like, Aww. I like talking about this stuff. Yeah. And my wife is like, trust me, he likes to talk about this stuff. <laughs> and uh, then she just, then the, her name was Sydney. She goes, Seth, is that Sam Witwer? And that's Vader's apprentice from The Force Unleashed. Yeah. And I go, that looks a lot like him. And uh, he he's looking at me as I'm going like this with my phone, like I've got a picture of him, and I'm looking at, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. And uh, her brother was like, you should go talk to him, Seth. I'm like, nah, I don't want to bug him. He's in the airport and everything. Yeah. And uh, he goes, well, I'm gonna go talk to him. What do you think I should say? And I say, and I was like, well, we're not a hundred percent sure if this is this guy, but I would say something like, hey, do you like Star Wars? And it, depending on what he says to that, you just go, hey, well, you look a lot like this character. You could probably dress up as him. Anyway, he goes over there, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he comes back with them, takes pictures and stuff like that. Very and then, cool. Yeah. And then uh, 
the brother comes over to me and was uh and i was like what'd you say and he goes exactly what you told me to and i was like well good to know that works (laughs) so that was the uh the other cool thing that was just like out of nowhere sam whitworth's right there (laughs) yeah no uh no further away from you that's awesome yeah did you uh, was there any talk about Benicio del Toro at all? Nothing. Nothing. Benicio del Toro is like the Last Jedi's best kept secret. Yeah. Like no uh, one knows what he is. Yeah, no one knows exactly what he's. There's they, a lot of rumor that he's going to be like the uh, the older Ezra Bridger. Mm-hmm. Very loose rumor. That right seems now. weird. Yeah. yeah. But it would fit the timeline. Like, cause, no, but I mean, like, I don't physically see that at all. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, but I'm very interested in his character. Is he going to be a Lando type? Because you know, if they're going off of uh, he's Snoke. Yeah, Empire. right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like I don't, Empire is a template. There's already like some pictures of him just dressed all in black, you know? So, no, there's no real like good character there. depth for him. Oh, well, that, that people have given a shit. Yeah. He could be anybody. So, I'm very curious. Benicio del Toro just sounds like he would fit in a Star Wars movie, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, <gasps> huh. He is an older Ezra, and Ezra is Snoke. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will say this. So, they showed pictures up on the. Up on the uh, the, tele- know, the, the, the teletron, screen, the screen behind <laughs> us or behind okay. them, uh, when they showed Kylo Ren, mm. he had yellow eyes. Yeah, really. Which I thought was weird. Not like yellow, yellow, but like definitely like gold to his eyes. And I thought that, and no helmet. I thought that was really interesting. And huh. I, I was like, I was freaking out. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is cool. Like, like he, yeah, he's sithing out. That's kind of yeah, that's maybe. Cool. And then Phasma looked like her armor was a little different. And then like some bitching pictures of Luke. I sent you those. Yeah, those just are like cool. him, just sitting there, just looking all stoic and everything. <laughs> so, so yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I'm making it sound like, uh, but we we didn't sleep a lot. That was the whole thing. Is that like it was just like boom, 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 yeah, going, 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 and. Uh, I was gonna say that that was uh, that was basically it. I mean, I didn't want to go to like a lot of different. I just wanted to kind of walk around, yeah. chill, and look at stuff, and look at people, and talk to people. And Did stuff you like that. get to see the video feeds from Liam Neeson and Samuel L. Jackson? That you see, I was try. We were waiting in line while that was uh-huh. happening because you know I got there an hour and a half early, and apparently that's just not good enough. That okay. we were waiting uh, in a giant queue line, but yes, we were watching it cool. live. Yeah. Did you hear about those at all? Mm-mm. So Liam Neeson was pretty much like, "Hey, just wanted to give a shout out to Star Wars, forty years, whatever." you know but Samuel Jackson dude he was owning it he was sucking it up he was like guys we all know and this is on the the big TV you know the big screen and uh, he's like guys um we know Mace Windu is alive okay we've seen Jedi's fall from incredible heights we've seen limbs chopped off come on I you know it's like you know you want to see him. He wants to be back so bad. Dude, he's like, bring him back. And then, you know, like, they're looking down and the people, the, the, the producers and everything are there. And he's like, guys, you can make it happen. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I don't know. Do you guys want to see, like, no. Samuel Jackson come back at all? No. no I, it, it, His time's done. If and I never to, really liked Mace Windu as a character. If he were to come back, it would need to be in a period piece. Yeah. I was saying, like, his character was so limited in the prequels, but a lot of characters yeah. were as well. I think Hayden got kind of the shaft as well. I think if if one of these newer directors would direct Hayden, mm. I think people would, would fall in love with him, and it would spark his career all over again. But I think uh, Samuel L. Jackson, you know what? If they brought him back Rebel era, maybe... I don't know. Can you imagine? No, no, no. no, no. He would be like Saul Guerrero, wouldn't he? Well, and they, and I, and that was <laughs> psycho. My, and that was my crazy, least, my least favorite part of Rogue uh, of Rogue One mm-hmm. is yeah. uh, I, I thought that they handled that awful. Uh, like I love the movie, but I thought that Saul Guerrero was terrible. Yeah, I, mean, I love Forrest Whitaker. I love him to death, but I was like, they just 
Uh, Ryan and I was just we were just watching it uh, again or watching some clips from it, and uh, I I agree. I think there's it seems like he's overacting. He's an utter, absolutely. It's he's what an, he's doing. He's a terribly weak point in an otherwise very well yeah. acted movie. I think that's what Mace Windu would look like though, wouldn't you? If he came in Rebel era, he would be he'd be missing an arm. He'd have like a crazy fro. And he would just be like on oxygen <laughs> tanks. <laughs> crazy Mace. Crazy Mace. Here's Crazy Mace. Oh, that crazy Mace. Crazy Mace. Crazy but that's the only way they could bring him back yeah. if if they brought him in Rebel era, maybe the Rebels cartoon. Because, mm. I mean, unless he figured out how not to age, he would be dead in the Force Awakens timeline, wouldn't he? Well, Jedi can, you know, stay alive for a while. Yeah, so I don't Yoda's know. I think 900. Yoda's 900. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. If they brought him back somehow, I'd, I'd want it to be a spinoff, but not... I wouldn't his own spinoff, no, but maybe like as a supporting character in a spinoff yeah. for a couple minutes. But I, I think they should probably just leave him alone, though. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. need to be there. Yeah, because one of my my least favorite things in, in the Star Wars movies is when you know people it's like people never die. You know, yeah. I think give us this one at least. You know, I think he's dead. I think it's probably best to serve his character. We also got this poster. Yeah, that uh, maybe Brad can somehow show you. I don't know. In any There's way. pictures of it online. Yeah, yeah. the last Jedi but, poster. Uh, yeah, that they they were given to us, and uh, I adore this poster. I think it's just wonderful. That uh, I love how simple it is. Did and everyone get one of these Star Wars posters? That, everyone that uh, got that was that waited in line, basically. Wow, how so, many people you think? Rough guess, thousand, couple thousand, maybe. Like 2,500, maybe. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's break this poster down. Okay, Brian, um, let's give you a chance to talk. What do you think about this poster? So this is the last Jedi poster. Why don't you explain it? All right, so it's a fully red background uh, of Luke and Kylo. Their faces are bisected by the lightsaber shine that is coming up off of, uh, off of Rey, who's small and down at the bottom. The lightsaber shape is blue at the bottom, but red at the top, or color, uh, and shape-wise, it actually is reminiscent of the three-bladed saber that Kylo has, and I like the poster. I'm waiting for the cool watercolor posters that they do for all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those, those are my favorite, yeah. by, by far. Um, the only thing that bugs me about this poster, and I've said that when the first images came out, I dislike the size difference between Mark or between uh, Luke and Kylo. Okay, you know why that is? Because Luke Skywalker is Snoke. Oh, (laughs) no! You started the Snoke stuff. I did. I did. I started the the Snoking (laughs) earlier. No, I just it's if they're trying to create any kind of synergy there or symmetry, it's blown out by, by the difference of size, and I don't like that. That bothers me. Yeah, I think there's okay. You can put a lot. You can imply a lot here. I think you can if you and want I think, to. And I know it's on purpose. They 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 did this on purpose to get people to look at it and go, "Why is Luke so big? Why is why is yeah. Kylo small? Why is Ray tiny?" You know. But I mean, it's a very pretty poster. I just really wish that Kylo's head was bigger. Yeah, like check this out. So you have that blue transitioning into red. Okay, so I think that the the teaser, this teaser poster and the teaser trailer go so much hand in hand. Yeah, like if you're if you're just going off of this poster, are they are they saying because that that blue light separates Luke and Kylo? Yeah, the whole poster's red, even even Daisy. So are they are they saying that Daisy is good? And Luke and Kylo are bad, or Jedi and Knights of Ren or Sith or, or, or Dark Side users are bad, and Rey is good. 
I think there's a lot here that you could read into. I mean, they're definitely doing the blue and the red and the, the blue yeah. transitioning into the into the red. They're definitely doing that for a purpose. What are your thoughts on it, Seth? Well, I mean, I just love the the imagery with how this like is a very Tron-y uh, very, Transformers. Extremely, uh, yeah. The, uh, it's a very 80s poster. Yeah, it looks just like the original Star Wars poster where his Luke's shirt's open and lays around his uh, his leg and it's all kind of awkward. But uh, but this is better. And, uh, <laughs> this is better yeah, this and is less be- incestuous. Exactly. And I, I again, I, I love the whole, like, you've got... Um, I mean, it kind of goes into purple here and everything, and I think it's just supposed to represent, uh, you know, she's a light shining in the dark, uh-huh. basically. That there's, uh, but I think so Luke's, that means but would I Luke think, be a I light think, shining in the dark as well? No, which I is, think I, that's the whole thing. Is I think Luke may not be a. I think he's a very dim light shining in the uh-huh. dark compared to her. I think Luke's very, uh, Luke's very bitter because it's like in this poster, it's like she's separating herself or dividing. You know, between Luke and Kylo, I think I think it's a very interesting poster. That, I love it. That man. asks a lot of questions. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So um, we'll we'll get into definitely more towards the end of the trailer. Um, I think this has a lot of um, goes so hand in hand with yeah. with the trailer. So um, let's talk about the trailer, guys. Um, let's watch this trailer now. Dun, 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 dun. That obviously happens after she fights all the birds. <laughs> Every owl. Sea monster. in the theater at this her swinging her lightsaber That's the scene right there where Brian threw the remote at the TV. <laughs> what me? Yeah. No, no, I'm no. fine. I'm no, no, no. I, my, the part that made me roll my eyes about this—the only part of this trailer that rolled me roll my eyes—is the symbolic reference to Grey Jedi because I fucking yeah. hate them. Yeah, we're gonna definitely get into that. So let's break it down. Um, and I do want to say real quick that with Force Awakens and Rogue One, some of the footage that we that we saw in those trailers, they. You know, they completely cut them. I think one of my favorite yeah. scenes from the Rogue One trailer was of um, Krennic walking. Yeah, Krennic with the, the cape on the ground. That's a beautiful shot. Yeah, he didn't even go to the ground at that point. You mm-hmm. know, so they totally rearranged those scenes. Force Awakens did the same thing. So we don't 
I, I bet you all of this teaser trailer here will one, it's it's out of order for sure. Oh yeah, audio yeah. scenes, everything. But I doubt, man, half of these images will even make it in the final cut. Yeah. So um, just there's that. But so we get uh, Ray training on Octu. We get a montage of returning characters and the end of the Jedi. So let's break this down. Um, the beginning of this trailer has Ray, okay, and she's like breathing, and she's like, it looks like she's out of breath. She gives you that jump scare. Yeah. The yeah. same thing as Finn popping up out of the uh, in the sand. Yeah. Have you seen the side by side trailer comparison? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a hundred percent. Oh no, I was gonna say they they cut pieces yeah, and well, stuff but like and, that. And even but, then, there's nothing wrong with kind of keeping a good formula. It's poetry, man. Yeah. It's supposed to rhyme. Yeah, okay. To a certain extent, I think that's some, one of the weakest things. Where if, if they always do the rhyming, like I, I think my biggest problem with Force Awakens is that they they rhyme so much. I love the characters so much that I can kind of forgive. I've always said you you can keep on doing that, but when we get into fifteen deep, you can't keep on rhyming. I wanna I want them to have the same tone. I don't. It's it's the one thing that I'm afraid of, for, of about Ryan Johnson. Is that I'm afraid that he's going to step in and he's going to create a drastically different Star Wars movie. Yeah. Now, if you want to do that, awesome. Do it with Rogue One. Do it with the Obi Wan movie. Do it with Han Solo. But you do it with an offshoot movie. Don't do it with the saga. But movies. see, that's not even Ryan Johnson. Like Ryan Johnson was handpicked by Story Group, Kathleen Kennedy, and and even J.J. Abrams. You know, so it's not going to be just Ryan Johnson coming in here and calling shots. I mean, he he has to uh, kind of go with a an. an a long list of you know rules and and, and stuff. I, I mean, I don't want him to be completely hogtied and be like, "You yeah. must do this." But I just don't want it to break the mold. The saga movie should be iconic. Yeah, and I, I mean, obviously, I mean, you look at some of the imagery here, and we said months back, right, that uh, the rumor was that this movie was going to take place minutes after Force Awakens, and just by the teaser that we got here, it's. It has to be, you know. It's it's it has to be. I mean, you see, we'll get into some of the imagery later. Some sort of time jump, yeah, in this movie somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, that that could be as well. But let's talk. uh, Let's have some fun with this, guys. So at the beginning here, we have Ray, and she's like out of breath, and you hear, you know, Luke Skywalker breathe. Yeah, just breathe. What do you think's going on here? Is this an Empire Strikes Back scene where you know maybe Luke Skywalker was on her back and she's out <laughs> and she's out of breath? Is this you know I'm being funny, but is this a training exercise? Of course, it's her reaching out into the force. Yeah, you I, think I, so? I, I think so. I think that it's. I, I'm with Seth. I think it's you know him telling her to breathe through you because know, every time that she's had her well, other than the uh, the just miraculous weird force powers that she had in Force Awakens, most of the time it's been very almost traumatic for her. You know, it, like these visions hit her and then, you know, she doesn't want to be involved with it and it's a very emotional state. So now we're talking about two different things, though. Is this a vi- the other part of the vision from Force Awakens or is it a training montage? Oh, no, Luke? what I'm saying is this is, this is Luke her helping her not freak out when the force reaches her. Okay. You know, when she taps into the force and it's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. This is him going, hey, just chill. Uh-huh. Breathe through it. You know, have your force baby. You know, this is force laws. That's that's what I, that's the feeling I get. Yeah. Because then she also might, uh, I have a feeling like, um, now I, I didn't catch this the first couple times, but uh, you know Octu, the island that they're on? If you look in that second shot, there's two islands. Did you notice that? I I can't imagine that the entire world has only had one landmass, so... No, no, but it's it's Octu, but you can, you can tell just because it's Michael. Uh, what's the Skellig Michael or something like that? That location, which is a okay. beautiful location, by the way. Um, just by the looks of it, this will probably fall into one of my f- 
favorite locations of all time. This just looks beautiful. Just this this rocky mass. It just looks you know, like somewhere you would go just to to calm yourself or to center all yourself. Right. But anyway, um, Op Two. It, it's it's definitely where she's at. It, that's where she's training. That's at the end of Force Awakens where she gives you know Luke Skywalker the lightsaber. So this is definitely where that's happening. Yeah. But as that's going in, okay, there's another island right next to it. You can see it right next to each other. Yeah, it's, it's there, a wide there shot. were multiple islands when she just, landed. Just two in this this wide shot. Well, I was just talking about when she lands in the Force Awakens, isn't there? I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember. But here's what I'm getting at. I wonder, because we do have that poetry, right, from all the Star Wars movies. And this one here is going to have a training montage probably just like, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Hey, i got to help my friends, blah, 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 leaving from point A to point B. So it's definitely going to have that, that rhyme, yeah. that saga rhyme. But what I'm thinking is I wonder if there's somewhere on here, because what um, Han said that Luke went off somewhere to, to find one of the first Jedi temples. That's That's the rumor. Right. Yeah. We don't know what's here. Obviously, it looks like there's something of interest to, for, for, to Luke. But um, do you think that uh, this has some kind of version of like the dark cave on, Dag- on, on Dagobah? You think there's something like that here? Or is that going to be too rhymy? I hope not, because it's one of my least favorite parts of Empire. Really? Yeah. Because it's never really solved. It's it's never explained in the in the movies. It's never explained. It's just it's a it's a, a physical vision quest thing that he has, and it's a moment, and then it passes. Yeah, and then we never think about it again. Yeah, what do you think? I agree. Yeah, be there. I I I kind of hope it is just because like I agree with you, Brian, that it wasn't as fleshed out as I wanted it to be in yeah. Empire. But do you remember watching um the the Clone Wars the the micro series? Okay, before it hit um you know Dave Filoni's Clone Wars. It was the short web one. series, the two D Samurai Jack. Oh yeah, yeah. I know you weren't a fan of those. I I, I think we agree almost. Um, I I love them, the but story, I do think the story heightened. points are good. Yeah, the story points are awesome. I think the characters are heightened, and I obviously had to kind of calm that down. Samuel Jackson's character Mace Windu jumping over fucking walkers, a little too intense. But um, one of the great scenes in that is watching. Um, Anakin go through the trials in that little village. Yeah. I really felt like I got the trials there, okay? Um, not so much for Luke. I love the Dagobah training montage there, but um, I hope that we get to see the version in the in the sagas now, okay, or the new saga that um, the, the micro-series showed me. So I'd, lo- I'd love to see Daisy Ridley's character, you know, like really go through some, some hardcore training. I think that'd be badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, we reported, or there was a rumor going around not too long ago that um, there was birds. <laughs> that oh my was God. Gonna, there, yeah, there was gonna be birds Owls. on flying owl Ewoks. Yeah, there's gonna be like these these yeah force force, birds. force birds, and there was a you know a Daisy Ridley was or uh, um, Ray was gonna have to fight a sea monster. And there's a... Do you remember that? I do. Okay, so that was a rumor. We're not making this shit up on, on Adventures, all right? This is a rumor. But you don't see none of that here. But there's a shot in the trailer where there's like two rocks, okay? And she's in the middle of them. And it's like looking out to the ocean. If there is a scene like that, <laughs> it has to be somewhere around there. Uh, and well, I don't know. Do you think there's any truth to these truth to these four sensitive? Because it is canon. Four sensitive birds. Okay. Well, the the whole thing too is that Dave Filoni or whatever he says that the owls that are in Rebels or whatever they're super important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that like that there's these four sensitive owls or whatever that they're, they're super important to the Star Wars. Story. I don't think I've seen them yet. I don't think you have either. Yeah. But so I'm oh, like, great. Boy. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but so That's what if, we've always wanted. 
she's definitely going to have to deal with something. There's going to have to be something because Luke Skywalker brought up the X-wing yeah. from, from Dagobah, right? Well, Yoda she's, brought up the X-wing. Yeah, true. So Give there's going to have to do. There's yeah, right. There's going to have to be something that she does, something that she's going to have to interact with, and so that rumor almost lines up with with. You know the the opening and, of this this trailer here. I could I could see something like that going well, and, on. And it sounds stupid, but it might be executed. It might be executed. Exactly. Well. You it know, like be. it. We're we're getting the broad the broad strokes, and the broad strokes might be they sound really dumb, but maybe it'll end up being cool. Yeah. You know? What is this picture here? So Seth oh. is showing me a picture of the force sensitive <laughs> fucking parakeet. <laughs> um, if that is what we're talking about, Convert. I'll shit in my hat. <laughs> That. Watch them be animated too. <laughs> like, oh, just a bunch of fucking CGI oh. birds that are, you know, are tennis balls on a green screen. Wasn't there oh. like a scene in like um, nine to five where it's like there's some kind of animated beat yeah, within that yeah, movie? It was, it was during the Rat Poison <laughs> scene when she was oh. when she imagined that she was uh, like a Snow White character when they were doing all the rotoscoping. Uh, <laughs> oh god! Ryan Johnson's gonna be like, look, I was I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. I'm a huge fan of nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd sneak this in real quick. Oh, God. <laughs> well, then we got that oh. awesome scene of Ray moving those pebbles. All right. What All do you guys. Man of Steel style? Yeah. What do you think of that? Do you think that That's she's. the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I was like, oh, you guys are ripping off Man of Steel. I uh, see. And it's I was like. It's, <laughs> uh, it's like. Uh, Han, or uh, it's like Luke moving the rocks on crack. You know uh, what I mean? Because it's like a bunch of. Well, and it's. It, it shows that Ray is extremely strong in the Force, but maybe, unrefined, maybe and, pure, uh, because that's uh, that was the that was what was happening with Vader. Uh-huh. Uh, is all the Ooh. shit around the room with stuff was crunching because uh-huh. he had no control. It was all just you know shits moving and breaking, and you know when he was getting put into his new body, yeah. reaching out and. Yeah, the, the, he can the, the force he can. gets a hold of you, and in this case, it's that whole thing of I don't think she's moving the rocks. I think. I think that scene comes before yeah. her gasping for breath and landing on the floor because the floor looks the same. Yeah, um, I think that she's going to end up like floating all, you know, like she's not going to be able to control any of the, anything, and that's when you know Luke's like, breathe, 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 just breathe. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You know, don't panic. The rocks are supposed to float. <laughs> you know, they're supposed, supposed to be say owls. like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the owl comes in and yeah. says, tweet, tweet. No, it's got to speak. You just sound like Andy Dick when he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Just breathe. (laughs) But what about the sea monster? You told her about the monster, Luke? You told her about the monster, Luke? Let me, okay. I the monster. After I Force Awakens and Rogue One, what was your prediction, Seth? It was you and Spencer both had the same idea. I think, was it, were you going with Jen? Urso was going to be yeah. Ray's mom. Yep. Okay, do you still feel like that after going no. to Celebration? She, watching the she's teaser? dead! She's Adams! No, no, true, but <laughs> we don't know what she did in, well, because Rogue she's One... She's dead! I'm thinking of the timeline here. Rogue there were One no was babies before. there. Yeah. There were no babies there. Okay. Yeah, there couldn't have been. No, no, no. She's did not... not I hope Ray's just someone all new. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear Mark Hamill joke when he was... Yeah. Uh, during the panel, he was like, I look down, I see my daughter... Carol, or whatever no, her he, name is. No, he, yeah, he was just like, Daisy, I just see Daisy. Like, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, 
now. She's well, and a, on one of the uh, the charity sites that they do a lot of work with, Omaze. Yeah. There's they, there's a trailer of them like you, you can win a, a trip to the Sky Skywalker Ranch. Uh huh. And it's a five minute joke between Luke and Daisy mm. that Daisy's never been to Skywalker Ranch. Yeah. That's there's funny. no. There's never ever been a reason for her yeah. to go to Skywalker Ranch. Yeah. I mean they they're they're playing it up. And yeah. I think that they're doing it on purpose. And Mark Hamill's having a blast. Off. He's oh, having yeah. a blast with it. Oh yeah. So would you think that she's an o- or uh, a Kenobi? No. Or I do you think, think that, I think she's something all new? Okay. What do you think with this? Because this um, has always been about because that will change. Will that would, change that, your opinion? Because this is a Skywalker. I was going to say the, the saga has always been about the Skywalker family, and we'd be pissed if they changed that. I don't think they're going to change it. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to. Flip it on us in a way that we're not expecting. Okay. Let me throw this at you guys, okay? I'm not going to force Awakens this shit. If you want to, you can go back, what, uh, two years ago? Seth and I, we literally called 90-some percent. I would say 95% of Force Awakens. We knew um, location, set. We knew exterior, interior, order it came in. I mean, everything. We We're trying not to do that this year. Yeah, so let me just throw this out here. Never again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so what if, okay, she looks like Force Awakens. She had some pretty powerful abilities. I mean, she was able to go against Kylo Ren. Yeah, she she knew some, yeah. she had some staff training, okay? But she definitely had some talent, you know? Um, uh, the, uh, the lightsaber called out to her. She had these visions. Um, this here, we don't have a lot of context. And let me throw this out there real quick. Uh, Mark Hamill said recently, too, that he recorded dialogue for the trailer, and he doesn't even know how that's going to go with the images. Yeah. So th- we could be talking tonight about nothing, okay? <laughs> Just breathe might not even make it in the fucking movie. But let I me throw this. That. Go ahead. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, oh, just, no, he wasn't telling her to breathe. He was telling the fans to just breathe. Yeah, right? Just breathe. Just breathe. He's telling himself. Star Wars is coming. <laughs> That's them recording him right before he started doing his voiceover. And they're like, that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Keep I, that. Dude, that's so funny too because I need that, dude. I'm like, I, I think I messaged you like three times when you were in Orlando. Like, dude, is there any rumor on the floor? That, is the trailer coming? Is the teaser trailer and coming I was, today? And I messaged you. I'm like, relax, dude. You'll have it around noon tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, you, you sent me that. I Google. I go like... Um, Siri, what time is it right now in Orlando? Because <laughs> I wanted to be on the right time. I was like, I got I to gotta know when this teaser trailer is coming Because I out. knew I would get an hour before you. Yeah. I knew I would. So that was the... So we know Ray has this ability. We see that image where she's, you know, like pebbles are going up, right? Yeah. What if Anakin was born of the Force, right? Some manipulation. Well, the, it's not the, canon right that now, is what right? His mother always, that is what his mother told uh-huh. Qui-Gon, and it's what... Uh, he was led to believe. And there was a virgins in the force, is what they say, right? That's what Qui-Gon says. That's what Qui-Gon says. Okay. And if you... Yeah. And well, this isn't canon no longer, but you look back at the Darth Plagueis book, and it was Darth Plagueis and... um, Palpatine. Palpatine, Mm -hmm. who manipulated the force, and that's how Anakin was made. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Originally, yeah. I think I read that. I didn't read that one. So that's not canon no longer, but I could see them doing something like that. I don't think it is anyway. There's so much canon in different areas now, which we'll get into later. It's kind of confusing. It's really heavily implied that, okay. that um, Plagueis knew that he was going to get killed at some point. So he created, he created life. He created life that he knew that could kill his apprentice. So that let me sense that so, he knew okay. he he created a being that Palpatine couldn't ignore. That's basically it. 
is that Palpatine's going to have to take this kid, and this kid's going to ultimately be his downfall. That was the. Yeah, it's like very that. heavily implied that. So let me, because we do know. I mean, there his, yeah, because of um, what Phantom Menace, we do know that Anakin has. He doesn't have a father. You He's know, the I, only I could, human who can do it. Exactly. Now, what if? What if? Okay, he was a manipul. He was manipulated through the Force. That's why he exists. Okay. Yeah. Um, because of, through manipulation. What if? What if the Force actually created life? Okay, and Daisy Ridley. Okay, her character Ray is pure force. Okay, there's no manipulation from a Sith, no manipulation from a Jedi. It she just is now, almost like you look at uh, real world religion. Okay, so she was actually brought into this world and created by the Force without outside manipulation. She's, lack of a better word, pure blood. I will let Seth answer that first. Can I flip that on its head a little bit? Yeah. I like the idea more that uh, that she is the chosen one, but it's kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender, where that you have multiple chosen ones, and that she, there is a chosen one. Each generation has yeah, a chosen one? You That's need cool. To, yeah, exactly. And I, I would love that, that she, then she kind of is a Skywalker, but she's not, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think she's a Skywalker now. I no, really I don't think so. And I don't want her to be. And that's, uh, and that's how you can... Uh, that um, she can talk to the old chosen ones, basically, mm-hmm. so she can get advice and stuff like that eventually. And uh, um, again, I, I like that way more than her you know, just being a uh, just being a manifestation of the force. Yeah, because she is she is powerful. She does have gifted. Yeah. She is gifted. She has a lot of skill. I could I could see that sounds like a Disney thing to do too, doesn't it? To every generation. Has a chosen one. Yeah. But then again, it well, kind of like, takes you away from that Skywalker gen- saga. Yeah. But it's not. But I like the idea too that it's not every generation. It's when the galaxy needs needs them. it. Okay. Yeah, is that like it brings you know it's it's gonna it's gonna help make things right. And before I kick it to you real quick, I actually kind of like the idea that she is pure blood in the force. Okay, if if they do call it canon, which I don't even know now because of everything, like I said. But if they if it is canon that you know uh, Anakin was you know created through manipulation and she's actually created through force. And the only way for her to exist and become mature in that is if Skywalker, you know, teaches her, trains her, um, becomes a hero, mm-hmm. you know, through there and, and like a mentor. I could see that being pretty interesting, but uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think it cheapens it. I don't. I don't like. I. I'm a. I really, really hate Deus Ex Machina uh, as a as as the primary plot device of any protagonist. Uh-huh. And I don't like the fact that Anakin has this... I, I, I preferred the idea that maybe some extremely strong Force user landed and, you know, had his way with, with Shmi and, uh, and, you know, then mind-wiped her. Yeah. And, you know, I, it, for all I was... For all, it could have been Sidious. Yeah. You know, I would have been fine with that. You know, one of those, he made his own apprentice, literally. Yeah, uh, I, I would have been okay with that. Uh, I don't like the idea of a hand wave. The for the 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 thing that binds everything in the universe together creates our protagonist because therefore I stop caring about the protagonist because they are the universe made flesh. Yeah, uh, and it, it's see, I for me, it's Star- the Dark Phoenix saga. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. It's anything that is omnipresent and omnipowerful made manifest 
I stop giving a shit. See, about. I think Star Wars is at its best when it's philosophical and when it's when it's reaching and pulling from you know um, Japanese lore and from you know from Buddhism and Christianity and pulling all these crazy and awesome themes. Um, I think I think it would be interesting. Um, but I tell you what, there's a bunch of different ways this can go. So I'm very excited about this. But in this trailer, she is powerful. She's she's there training. So I don't think she's a Skywalker. I think that ship has sailed. But there is, what are they saying in this trailer? If you listen very closely, let's just go ahead and skip to some of the things that are going on in the background. I think uh, Palpatine says something, something, darkness, dark side. Do you, did you so, hear that in the trailer? So you hear, she says light, and then you hear, you see Leia and you hear, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Uh-huh. Then you hear darkness, and you hear, you hear Vader's theme, and then you hear, uh... You hear Snoke, and you hear, I don't know what Snoke's saying, but you can hear Obi-Wan saying uh, he was seduced by the dark side. And then uh, finally you see the books, and you hear Yoda talking about it surrounds us and binds us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's very interesting, too, because and that was, I mean, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's and, and, an awesome trailer. And right when you there. look back at Force Awakens, and she had that vision, there was a lot of background. Yeah, there was a lot, of, a lot of and, echoes from the past. Yeah, so uh, there's still hanging their hat on that so uh, she could be a kenobi still um i still love the idea and madly in love with the idea my favorite idea is that she's a palpatine and skywalker <laughs> is faced you know training his his greatest nemesis you know daughter you know or, or Here's whatever the thing. i think that'd be I awesome lo- i would love for her to be a palpatine and anakin to be a palpatine uh-huh and then all of the skywalkers are palpatines yeah effectively if you think about it that the entire line, and then it all keeps it in one saga. Yeah, it all keeps them in the family. Uh-huh. It's, it, it, I, I would love that. See, I don't know if I like that, but I do like the idea that Luke Skywalker is is faced with this. He has. Should he train a I Palpatine? Tra- I gotta train this gun that's at pointed at the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I don't know. There's a lot going on there. So and there's a rumor that that Obi Wan Kenobi spinoff hasn't been announced yet because. They're not done telling his story. But at the same time, too, did you hear that Ewan McGregor just doesn't think it's going to happen now? Yeah, he doesn't think so, but he's all down for it. Yeah. Um, I think it'll happen. There's just, people are just, I think that's the number one anticipated, like, spinoff. You yeah. look everywhere. I want it. I think it was, it was my I number, would, I think it was my number one, wasn't it? Pretty well, sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah I was pretty sure, yeah. I would like, uh, if, if she isn't going to be a Palpatine, I would love for her to be a Kenobi. Um, specifically because of the romantic involvements we get during the Clone Wars cartoon uh-huh. and a little bit in Rebels. Uh, the the fact that, you know, there's Mandalorians out there that were connected directly to... Uh, uh, Kirby, Duchess Satine. Uh, yeah, yeah, to Duchess Satine. Her sister became a rebel. Uh, you know, like, there's, there's a lot going on that ties them together, and that would be really cool, and a reason that why her mom if her mom there's there's a little rumor running around that uh, Sabine from Rebels there's a lot of those running yeah, around there's a lot of those running around uh, that Sabine could be her mom yeah god damn and the, it and the, well, the time frame is perfect uh-huh. and Sabine being a Mandalorian yeah. is somebody who has would have no problem dropping her kid off in a shitty wasteland uh-huh. and be like I'll come back for you if I can, uh, and then never does. Do you like that? I'm o- I'm okay with that. See, I like Benicio as Ezra Bridger. <laughs> I don't like. I'm I'm okay with it. I don't know. Yeah. Like again, I'm I'm not sold on it. It's all for that. It would be all about delivery. Yeah. 
Maybe I just have a big problem with spray paint in Star Wars. I, I don't know. Rebels, dude. Spray paint and shit with That's those spray minor. paint cans. That is so oh, minor. She, but she's like the most colorful character in can, Star Wars. Can I say this? Since we're... I learned something while I was at Celebration. People love Rebels. Yes. No, I no it's, it's extremely popular. People love Ahsoka. Mm. I, it is... I can't, I, I can't, I know. like, because that's the whole thing is we were just like, because uh, I, uh, the first night we went to Universal Studios and we had dinner with some people and they were all, and I was like, what's your guys' favorite part about Star Wars? Since we were all like, because, you know, we just went around the table and just talked about yeah. Star Wars and he was just like, Rebels, easily. Ahsoka Tano is my favorite character. I well, was no, like, you know what? That I is, go, that's generational. I go, you know, and I go, a... why? And he was like, just to see this character grow and everything and see the person that she's become. You know, Anakin. Sorry. But, uh, uh, not saying that person was, but a lot of them is, you know, is generational. Like, you know, we all grew up on the original trilogy. Yeah, and everybody's, ever... got, everybody's yeah. got their own thing now. You're... And that's what Dave Filoni is all about. Your kid loves, a... Brian, your kid loves Clone Wars, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, every generation has that, that cartoon, and if you're, or that, that, they're Star Wars, and Ahsoka goes from Clone Wars to Rebels. Yeah. You know, so that's going to automatically but, connect them. Same animation style, same characters, but. But I was just kind of like, man, I guess I got to start watching this show because everybody. It's really good. Even during, the, okay. even during the Marvel panel, like, everyone was cheer Like, all they were like, Ahsoka comic. That's what oh we want. God. We want an Ahsoka Why? comic. I don't understand. I think, I think when Rebels is good, it knocks it out of the park. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. No. Like, I won't, there, I won't spoil anything for you, Brian. Yeah. There's a scene that I... <laughs> no, no. There's a scene that I, I thought was very well executed perfectly that I was almost mad that it was in Rebels because it's so perfect. I want to see it on the big screen in a live no, action movie. I've seen all of first and second seasons. No, we're talking about something. Yeah, it's season. something you have to oh, see. Okay, okay. But it was so amazing. I'm like, wow. It okay. captivated me. It caught my attention. My only problem with Rebels is that half of it, I wouldn't even say half, I would say a quarter of it is amazing. Fucking awesome. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. But you got to suffer through a lot of will spinning. You know, there's like, what, 15 but he, per season break or something? Here's for me, though, is even the wheel spinning episodes are at least entertaining. See, really? I can't. But they're not good. Yeah. They're just, it's okay. The ones that are fantastic, like you said, knock it out of the park. Knock it out of the park, yeah. And and I'm I can sit through mediocre to get to the the ballpark splitters. Yeah. But I have not. I don't think I've run into a single bad episode. Really. And that includes the ones with fucking Ahsoka Tano in them. Uh-huh. Is I'll deal with her ass momentarily, uh, even when she's the star of the show. She stays every day. Yeah. Mm. Light, white lightsabers, yay! I was thinking about Round. Rebels. Yeah, I was thinking about Rebels today. How like my problem is, and I know it's animated; it's going to be for kids, and they can't show me everything I want to see, right? Yeah. But there's like stake. There's no stakes. Like Inquisitor, fucking has them, you know, dead to rights. Like half of the the first season, half of the second season, and I'm like. You just fucking suck as an Inquisitor, you know? Here's the deal, though. In that second season, though, they actually... I mean, only the bad guys kill anybody, but they actually do... Like, for a Disney show, when they actually... When Maul killed... Uh uh, Spoilers. When Maul killed the Inquisitors, I was like, okay, they're they're, they're not really pulling any punches. He murdered that guy. Yeah. I mean, it's not on camera. Like, you don't see the lightsaber go through him, but... You know what happened. You know, Connor knew what happened. He was uh-huh. like, that guy died. I'm like, yeah, you're right, he did. 
uh, you know, we they don't they don't pull any punches that way, and I think that they could do that with uh, any of the any of the heroic characters if they wanted to, if they wanted to. Well, so Katana, it's got to be. It's got to be coming. This is the last season. Yeah, yeah. they, they we'll, announced yeah, that they're... We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, let's get right, uh, right back into the trailer real quick. Um, we see Kylo Ren. Is that Kylo Ren's mask or is that Darth Vader's Kylo. mask? It's Kylo's Kylo. all split. But Ky- Ky- 110%. Okay, well, why, is, why, is, why are we seeing this? Is it just made for the trailer? Because his mask should be toast on Starkiller base, right? He could have picked it up, Well, though. he obviously survived, which mm-hmm. means he could have taken five seconds to grab it. No, because he's out, in the, he's out in the fucking jungle fighting Ray. Yeah, it's sitting next to him. I know, no, because I think he left it. Didn't he leave it? He dropped it when, yeah, uh, when he killed Han. When he killed Han. Yeah, but we never saw him leave that catwalk. Yeah, um, he could have grabbed it. He could have grabbed it when he... I mean, he's not... If he's running... It, it, he didn't leave that catwalk like... Oh God! I gotta go right now. Uh-huh. He just killed his dad. Well, because when he was bo- he, like at the end of that, he was booking to get off that planet. You know, they're like, well, we gotta yeah, go. You know, yeah. But that's it, besides the point. Do you, what makes you say it's Kylo's? Though? Look at it. Uh-huh. That's all I have. All to I say. see is a jumbled mess. No, if you look at it, you can see the silver. The silver. Yeah, that's going around yeah. his eye. Did you it's, see the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, which I think is interesting. Why is it? Is he gonna get a new mask, or are we no, gonna just let I Adam Driver? Because he... Adam Driver, I like his look. Because you know what, I'm I'm a fan of Hayden. And there's a there's a, some resemblance there with his hair, especially the scar now uh, that reminds me of Revenge yeah. of the Sith, which um, I like a lot of Revenge of the Sith quite a bit. And uh, I don't know, I would be happy going through most of Last Jedi just seeing him act his ass off as Adam Driver without a mask. Do you I think that's he, what we're gonna get? I think he's earned it. I think that now he's gonna Absolutely. be. I could see something where he's talking to the mask basically and and basically just being like, "You you were supposed to lead me." You were supposed to show me what I have to be, but now uh, I can't lean on you anymore. I've got to do this on my own, and he just just breaks yeah. it. Basically, is that now I've got to, you know, I will, I've got. Do you think he's going to be meaner and grittier in this? Because like when Hux sees him without the mask on, like I think he's seen him before previously without a mask on. But there's a moment it looked like, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, that he was kind of embarrassed that Hux saw him without the mask on in Force Awakens. I, I think that in Force Awakens, there's definitely uh, he's doing a se- there's a separation there that he only takes the mask off, like he's trying to be Vader. Vader, Vader yeah. couldn't take the mask off, and he was trying to be that. And I think we're gonna get that mask breaking scene where he stops trying to follow in his it's grandfather's scary. Scary. When, when he stops trying to follow in his grandfather's footsteps. Yeah. And try and, and decides I'm gonna be my own Sith. Um, and you know we're gonna get to see a broken mask. And I think that one of the best parts of Revenge of the Sith, uh, like like emotional out, like out acting coming out of Hayden, is when he is glowering as Vader. Once he's become Vader and walking around with the five hundred first behind him, and you know that's. There's some real, like, it's a, a very terrifying idea of the maskless villain. Uh-huh. And I like the idea that Adam Driver's going to get to do that. Yeah, I think so, too. Now, let me just throw this out here. Okay, devil's advocate, right? Do you, what is the chances? Because, um, again, it would be repeating, um, this, it would be that rhyme, okay? Um, like, poetry, perfect poetry. But what if, and this would have to be Return of the Jedi, but what if they threw a curveball at us? And do you think that Kylo Ren will come back to the light side before this is over. What if this movie, he's like, I don't need this towards the end. 
and I fucked up because you see remorse when he when he's talking to Han Solo. Yeah. You know, I think there there could be a turning point for him. Luke dies in an attempt to bring Kylo back to light. That I would like that. I think that if you're going to stay as a martyr, because that's what Luke Skywalker is good at. Uh-huh. Luke uh, puts it on the line for things. I have, I have calling two, it now. I have two things: is that I either want Kylo to be one hundred percent evil. I want him to be a straight up villain, or the only way I want to see him come back and flip back to the light side is if Ray falls. Okay. Is like, a, would, like a flip flop. Like a flip flop that if, stays that way. That I, I if if you know we are led to, especially because you think about the the impacts of the second movies that that have that um, hopelessness. That yeah, there's that there's that moment of oh son of a bitch, are you doing this to us? And yeah. now we're suddenly waiting to see the resolution of something awful that yeah. happened. That would be my my episode eight yeah moment yep. is that if Kylo suddenly. You know, Kylo's like, you know, that the 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 you know crushing weight of I killed my father. We obviously don't know what happens with Leia. Maybe he's in. You know, maybe he tries to save her and fails, and oh. that's his. You know, that's his flipping point. And if Ray goes dark, and now suddenly we've got our protagonist and our yeah. antagonist change roles, uh, that makes Episode Nine anybody's game. You know, the only thing I'm worried about there. Do you think there's enough time for that? within films because this one here a lot of it looks like it's going to be a lot of training like we're not going to just get a dig of a quick montage it looks like a lot of this movie is going to be training which i'm all i'm all down for and we've also heard that this is like a i think adam driver said this is like a ryan johnson's independent star wars movie which is what i'm hoping it isn't yeah there's there's i can see your you know kind of you know i I don't want it to be if it's going to be roughly two hour movie they they Uh tend to be that direction now if it's an hour of her training that's going to be boring as fuck. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I think I would sit there and be like, yeah, fucking traitor, Luke. I can see your I can see your kind of problem with that, though. I don't think that's what's going to happen, um, but we will see. But uh, I don't know, man. What if... Uh, I don't think there's enough time, though, to make us care more for for Ray and then flip to where we care at the end of Nine. Oh, no. You totally can if you have her do something heinous. Yeah. So, Colin, do you think do you think that flip's going to happen, or do no, you think I, I don't want to? I don't want to call it. I don't. Yeah. I, I I'm saying these are my two options: uh-huh. is either Kylo's going to be the bad guy of bad guys till the very end, uh-huh. um, or it'll be uh, Snoke reveals something to Ray and causes her to flip at the worst possible moment. Okay, and, and that same reveal of Luke whatever Skywalker killed your parents. What whatever yeah. whatever he reveals to her. Is the same thing that makes Kylo go, yeah. Snoke's bullshit, and then now you've got flip. Yeah, and you know what? I've I've always thought about this. If they do an episode 10, 11, 12 for a new generation, a new saga, I think the best way to carry that out. Uh, you know the uh, what were the books called? It was like the Young Jedi Academy books or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a 10, 11, 12 where Adam Driver. All of that guilt and weight that's on him from killing his father, becoming a puppet of Snoke. But living with that, turning around, and him guiding the new generation of, of students. I think that could be really interesting as a good guy, shedding all that. Maybe with the death of Luke Skywalker like you added. I think that could be turning him back into the light side. You know, I think yeah. that could be interesting. Um, any more thoughts on that? I, again, just uh, Luke's a martyr. 
and I I appreciate him for that. That I think that that is a uh, uh, an interesting um, uh, attribute of him. That like he didn't go in there, he didn't whoop everyone's ass and everything like that. <clears throat> he walked in there and he 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 told the emperor what was up, and it was just like you're not going to turn me. Yeah, you just have to kill me. And what's that ultimately do? Vader ends up killing the Emperor for him. Yeah. Super cool. And I hope that they, again, it's poetry. It rhymes. I hope that it'd be cool to see him lightsaber fight, but at the same time, I don't want him to see to have to lightsaber fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, so we brought up earlier, Han Solo, he said in Force Awakens, uh, there's rumors, some people say that Luke went off to this cave, right? This the, One of the first Jedi temples, right? Yeah. yeah. We see this uh, these books that are illuminated by a beam of light. What do you think that is? That that parchment, that paper that uh, someone's looking at? Could be Ray. I've heard some people say it's a glove, so it might not be Ray looking at this, but it's probably more than likely definitely on Octu. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of that? Some people said that they, they it looks like um, you look in the comics and stuff. There's that forest tree, mm-hmm. and that they they see roots in that cave, and maybe that's where the forest tree is. What do you think's at that temple? Do you think it's the first Jedi temple? Do yeah. you think? Do you? Yeah, it could be. You know I what think I think that? I mean, I I personally think that that's essentially like the the Jedi Bible, if you will. Uh-huh. That like this isn't digital. This is just the pa- like the original. This code. is what we have. Yeah. This is and look, he's got like four books. Crappiest library ever. Yeah, that like well, that's always been able to find. What if it's not the first Jedi temple? That's just a rumor. Han Solo's like, hey, I don't know. That's what people say. What if like I I imagine like if Luke Skywalker was out there trying to look for something, how badasses would it be going all the way back to the prequels, right? Talking about the prophecy. Where's the fucking prophecy anyway? Yeah, who who was the first one to let that you know to bring up the whole chosen one thing? Yeah. I would love for him to search out that, um, so the prophecy says, you know, maybe the prophecy was, maybe we got it wrong. So Luke Skywalker's like, okay, fuck all this. You know, I just saw my whole Jedi temple be torched, okay? Yeah. I, I helped you defeat Second the Death Second time Star. he's walked up to some to his own house and it's on fire. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. I could, be, I could see him be like, okay, so what's my... Why does this keep happening to me? Uncle Baru Exactly. <laughs> But imagine Skywalker as a broken character. Imagine what he would have to go through to, like, you're the chosen one, right? You help defeat the Death Star. Um, you know, you see your, your father turn at the end. You go through Endor. And then you you do what you think is right. You build the Jedi Academy, the future of the Jedis, right? You try to put everything back on track. And you see it fucking torched. When, at that point, wouldn't you be like, I'm going to go look at this fucking prophecy. Because right now, I'm the fucking chosen one. And everything around me is dog shit. So, <laughs> so, directed by Kevin Smith. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying not to to do the what you guys did to uh, Force Awakens, <laughs> but he says you know, the, he knows only one thing, and the uh-huh. one thing is that it's time for the Jedi to end. Uh-huh. He's bitter old man, Luke. Uh, or, like you said, he's researched the prophecy, and this is something I've said since since the prequels even came out. Uh-huh. Is the Chosen One? did what it was supposed to do, the Jedi were just fucking confused because they didn't realize... So the Chosen One was supposed to bring balance back to the Force. And balance exists if there are no orders. If there are, if there are no Seth and there are, there are no... Oh, there is no Seth. If there is no Sith and there is no Jedi and there is only the Force, you know, doing whatever it does to everybody, yeah, yeah. then that is the balance. When they put structure on it and try to put structure on you know this dark side light side thing put labels on things when they when they start putting labels on things and they try to govern how the force is used 
that's where imbalance is created. Yeah. And I would love for him to have kind of discovered that and been like, yeah, there was a chosen one and he was here to bring balance to the force. And when he was created, there were hundreds of Jedi and there were no, there were, there were two Sith. Yeah. Guess what balance means? It's either create a shitload more Sith. That's how a balance works. Uh Or you eliminate the Jedi down to the point where there's, you know, an equal amount, you know, until things balance back out again. And now there are no Sith. So that means he he knows only one thing. It's time for the Jedi to end too. Yeah. That's the balance that was required is that they need to come up with a zero sum. Yeah, I like that. Let's go ahead and just, because there's a lot of other things we can talk about. Since that's there, it's, it's natural. Let's just go with it. What do you think about that scene where he says at the end of the Jedi? Again, bitter old man where he's like, I kind of take it kind of with you where it's just like, dude, I tried to do the right thing. I tried to have my own temple. But, you know, the dark side found its way back, and uh, and I, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do anymore. I kind of take that, that he's kind of the crazy Yoda character, if you will, mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. where he's just, like, not making a whole lot of sense, but, uh, and that's Just kind of pissed, and kind of yeah, just, yeah, just angry bitter old, at the, bitter old yeah, man. Bitter at the world. Yeah. I was the chosen one, and my Jedi temple got torched. Where are we now? Han's yeah. dead. You know, life isn't as great as I thought it was. I, I, I think that's probably where it's going to go, and yeah. then... Through training, Ray kind of turns him over. That's what I'm thinking. Fast training that doesn't take that long in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes tops. Anyway, but let me let me during this, the crawl would be nice. Let me throw this out there. They're using the spinoff films to kind of even things out or to kind of prep us, all right, for things. You look at what what if Skywalker was like, you know, um, the Jedi have to end because, you know, like we talked about the virgins in the Force and people created Anakin through through the Force, manipulating it. Maybe Rey is, you know, actually pure blood Force. Same thing applies here. What if Seth, or Seth, <laughs> the <laughs> Seth, um, the Sith manipulate the Force, right? For their own um, desires, they right? They control it, yeah. Yeah, they control it. But so do the Jedi, Okay. And you look at it as, as like you do religion here on, you know, on fucking earth, right? How we can manipulate religion to, to, to manipulate, like say the Bible, right? To, to, to tell you what, what it says. You got how many denominations, yeah, right? Yeah. What if he's like the Jedi can no longer be, the, the Sith can no longer be. Take Look at Rogue One, Chiru. He's the only one that does not manipulate the Force. He goes, all is as the Force wills it. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He's not manipulating the Force for anything. What if he's... Wow, how about this? What if that's not the prophecy? What if that's not the first Jedi Temple? What if that's the Journal of the Wills? It could be. Okay, and he's learned that you just have to let things be. You know, like Chirrut, he goes out there and he's looking for that... That thing to um, to to block the signal or whatever, yeah, or the to lever. Sit, yeah. The lever. He's looking for that, but the force ultimately lets him die. Okay, he 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 used what he you know he sacrificed his life. Um, he he trusts in the force, but the force got him to the point where it needed you know the force controlled that lever or whatever. But then he died. Okay, so what if uh, Chiru was the only one that's like, hey, just let the force do what the force is gonna do. Don't manipulate it. Don't try to do force lightning. Don't try to choke people. Don't try to. To, to do anything, you know, just let the force be what it is. What do you think? Maybe that's what he's learned. Maybe he's just like Chirrut now, where it's like, you just got to let things happen, man. You know, he's it all, sucks. He's all uh, Jeff Bridges. Tron. 
Yeah. Just, yeah. Gotta let things be, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I harken back to real world religion, like, you know, why does why does God, right, let you know, if you believe in that thing, why does God let, you know, children die of cancer, right? And well God works in mysterious ways. What if that they're they're applying that to the force, okay? And because like you like good or bad, good's a perspective. You know, Jedi are good. Good's a perspective. Even, you know, um, to me, the Jedi are evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Yeah, so what if you just let the Force be the Force? And that's what Luke has learned here in isolation, where you just can't control everything. You can't control your Jedi Temple. You can't control your friends. You can't control the Sith. You can't control... You just got to let the Force be the Force. Stop manipulating it. I think that would be hard to convey in a movie that is supposed to be action-filled. But it looks like, so what people say, it's, it's a more independent version of Star Wars. Which is why I'm hoping you're wrong. Yeah. I don't, I think I, that'd be I interesting. I do not want this to turn into a two-hour... Philosophical it, debate? Yeah. It, it, it's a Star Wars movie. We wait years for these. And some of the best, like, action scenes, iconic things, Duel of the Fates, you know, the, these are these are things that we remember for decades. Mm-hmm. And if the movie that we've been waiting for turns out to be something that doesn't have these, and it's like this intellectual art film, see, and that won't happen. Like, I mean, we we'll talk about some of the you know the trailer, the rest of the trailer here in a little bit, but the uh, the rest of the trailer definitely has those Star Wars punches to it. But I I would like it to you know like some of my favorite parts of Empire Strikes Back is when Yoda's really breaking things down for him. You know, that's I love that stuff. My favorite scene in Revenge of the Sith is the opera house scene. You know, where they the the uh, the Jedi's and the Sith they get to act. You know, so I would love to see Skywalker just like laying it out for us, man. I would, I think that. What, and what's your version of like? Explain to anyone who's listening. What's a gray Jedi? Would you consider that being very gray? I, I'm the worst person to ask for that question. Yeah, because well, I know you're not a fan. I'm of I'm not gray. a fan of the idea of a gray Jedi. Someone who is specifically trying to ride the line. Okay. Um, would you consider that right? Because I have. Not, I shouldn't say trying. I say someone who succeeds at at riding the line. Okay, because I have a definition of gray Jedi and. It's uh, so gray Jedi. It's used by Jedi and Sith who walk the line between the light and dark sides of the Force without surrendering to the dark side. Okay, but there's also another version of that, and it's described uh, Jedi who distance themselves from the Jedi High Council and operated outside the strict uh, the structure of the Jedi Code. Which that sounds like Chirrut, doesn't it? Where he doesn't go by man-made religion, you know. Chirrut's not a Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he goes by. It sounds like Qui Gon. It does. It does sound like yeah. Qui Gon quite a bit. Where you just, but I, yeah, I, I could see Luke Skywalker would, if he goes with that Chirrut philosophy, right? Where everything is as the Force wills it, kind of thing. Would that be great to you? I don't know. It, it's a lot of it's about execution. And a lot of times, the reason why I've got such a, a, a kind of a firm stance on why I don't like the idea of a gray Jedi is I like the idea of if you tap into the Force, it it bends you one way or the other. And I don't, I don't have a. I, don't, so I disagree. I think we bend the Force. But see, but that's the thing is that we we bend the Force, but we try and we fail. Uh huh. No, no one is stronger than the Force. Yeah. Who? But what character? Star Wars character has just let the Force do what the Force wanted to do instead of manipulating it for good or evil. Anybody who's a true Force user, none of them. Uh huh. And that's my point. Have we I seen don't. any though? Like Yoda was like that. Like Yoda even had you know like was you know not corrupt, but he was still a um, man made religion, alien made religion. Like he believed in the Jedi High Council, which again yeah. was was look had a bunch of good causes. But at the end, you know, didn't even, they were so, you know, 
um, concerned about the, the galaxy and the universe. Like the, I think they missed some of the big picture. You know. Well, yeah, but that's my that's I guess that's my point is that I don't want this uh, this this idea that someone can be stronger than the will of the force. And now, if they're trying to say that a gray Jedi is just someone who lets the force do the thing, do their thing, like you know, a, a Jedi or a a, a force using version of Chirrut, yeah. If they want to say that's a, a gray Jedi, someone who just lets the force do what they will with them, then you know, I, I could probably get behind that. Someone who actively is you know riding both sides of the fence, and I just that bugs me. Yeah, I've never I've. It, They've been around in the novels for a long time. One of the first ones was during the Yuuzhan Vong, uh, the New Jedi Order. Is well, Kyle Katarin? Uh, well, Kyle, sort of. Uh, but I just don't like the idea of how can you claim you're a good guy and you shoot lightning. That's exactly. Yeah. Like, is, that's is, one of the things that I don't like because it's like you know, hate like force lightning. It's a lot of hatred. It's a lot yeah. of bad stuff. Luke does it once, and Luke realizes, "Hey, this is a bad idea. This is a horrible, horrible." Yeah, thing. exactly. And, and, that, like, and it's we are taught over and over and over and over again that there's consequences. That there's consequences for your yeah. actions, and the gray Jedi philosophy is that I can do bad shit, but if I do enough good shit, it's okay. But you know what, Luke it's Skywalker like, always kind of played outside the box. He like I could see him turning into more of a Qui Gon as a seasoned Jedi. Yeah, like you know, he always did things you know like that was just a little well, he reckless. Had no proper, and, he had no proper. He had no proper. Yeah, training. he didn't have the right kind of training. Yeah. I, say, I mean, like, I don't think Luke's gray. I think Luke is really close to dark. He's just strong enough not to flip. Um, I'm so anxious to be in that. Yeah. Th- and you know, like it's funny. Like everyone, in, when we went to Force Awakens. Not enough Luke Skywalker. Where's Luke Skywalker? And now he's on the fucking poster. He's in the scenes. Now you know, we got some. Yeah, we yeah we got enough Skywalker right now to talk for fucking ever about you know is he is he gray is he light is he dark so there's so much here I can't wait yeah. to find out if he's gray if he's light if he's dark but I think he's probably gonna be more like a um, just kind of bitter right yeah. now um, searching out but I mean uh, you see in the trailer you see him standing in front of the the temple and it's yeah. on fire and everything which mm-hmm. looks a lot where's Ezra from uh, you know? oh I'd have Except to I'd, yeah I'd have to look it up looks a lot like his planet uh actually one of the things Lethal, that, that's where he's Lethal, from. yeah if we were if we were gonna talk about that uh the the sand scooters that have like the the red dust yeah, that's yeah, flying red. behind them that's a pr- um, that's a great scene that's a trailer. really cool looking scene they look like b wings and yeah, pod like, racers kind of yeah, like combined kinda, they're like they're like junky b wings on the ground. Yeah. Or, like, just off the ground. That's a great real-world location, too. I think that's, like, the Salt Flats. Uh, not the Salt Flats, but um, I think that's from the same, uh, what was it, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, when he was, like, isolated out by himself, and he was yeah. like, I think that's the same area that they filmed this at. So, okay. man, I gotta give some props to the photographers, and... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're, like, the, the location scouting, man. Like, uh, Rogue One, uh, the opening there in Iceland, mm. is beautiful, man. And then finding this island out there, uh, the Skellig Michael Island, whatever it's called, yeah. um, Octu... Um, they're just knowing that, but yeah, this scene it, it looks so great. We get some walkers in the distance. We did get you those... see? Did you hear about those walkers? Uh-uh. That they're they're like gorillas, gorilla that walkers. They're, yeah, they're like. Uh, oh no! Yeah, sweet. The, yeah, they like walk on the front legs, basically, which is cool. Something That'd different. Be, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if they're har- an interesting kind of interesting kind of walker. Yeah. yeah. And if they're harkening back to Empire Strikes Back, do you think that's going to be the you know Battle of Hoth? Kind of. I was gonna say. I think, think that's that, gonna be the end. I think that dust that they're kicking up too is supposed to give whatever is behind them more cover. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we also get that space battle 
yeah. image too. There's, so it looks yeah, like there's gonna be a fun flying around. There's some. Yeah. Well, Poe's got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's some Millennium Falcon action that we yeah. see. So yeah. What about uh, yeah? So we got the walkers, the big wings. Uh, what about yeah? So Finn. Okay. Again, we know that uh, Force Awakens. Um, still it ended, and it looks like the Last Jedi is going to be taking place right afterwards. Yeah, he's he's still down. Um, so what is he going through? I mean, he didn't. I know he got sliced in the back, but yeah, shit, did he get that fucked up? I think so. Well, I mean, you got to imagine that getting hit with a lightsaber is not fun. No, pretty traumatizing. Yeah. Do you think, think so? You think probably uh, some pretty major uh, major body trauma. You yeah. think we're gonna get some kind of cybernetic enhancements on like his back or anything, or do you think uh, I don't know. just back day he's gonna be healed? Oh no, he's in some sort of like pod thing in the trailer. And well, if you look close, he's got it. Almost looks like he's got like a little upper body neck brace kind of thing. No, yeah, so I've heard rumor he's in some sort of suit for a while. It looks like it, maybe he's got like a, because where that where Kylo slices him, that's right across the spine. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's nothing that says that he couldn't. You know, maybe he can't walk. Yeah. You know, like it, it's a that's a medical apparatus that allows him to get around. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they go that route. Yeah. Um, with uh, with Finn though, do you think he's going? He's very a uh, like like kind of a version of a Han Solo, like a Han Solo type, where Han Solo was you know, didn't want to join the resistance. He was very reluctant, and an Empire, like he he really you know goes out and, and becomes his own man with the resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, at the very beginning, he's um, actually a what was he? The smuggler. No, no. At the at the beginning of Empire, was it the Empire where he's actually works oh, he's for got... the re- uh, not the resistance, but no, for the no, no. Lines? He he. Uh... Isn't it at, during Empire? It's the beginning, beginning of Empire, Empire isn't it? The beginning of Empire is where he's getting paid and getting ready to leave. Yeah, he's already been paid. He needs to go to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he's yeah got, that's he's right. Got, he's got to go pay off his debts. Yeah, that's right. When is it that he's actually a part Return of the, of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah okay, he okay. General Solo. Yeah, so you you think that um, John Boyega's character, Finn here, do you think he's going to do the same thing? He was running from the Empire, but he was the only reason he went to Starkiller base was to save... Um, Ray, Ray. Yeah. do you think that he's going to keep on kind of just running and being his own man or do you think he's going to become a full on resistance guy I think it'll depend on how they treat him waking up I could see him doing a little Empire Strikes Back Han Solo couldn't you yeah. where he's uh, if he, kind if of unsure about this he wakes up and he's basically got wait that dude with the lightsaber that almost cut me in half is still yeah. alive fuck you because yeah. at Maskinatus he was ready to get the fuck out of there you yeah. know? the only thing that connects him to the resistance at all is right. his relationship with Ray. yeah and a lot of people are, are wondering if this new character that came in, um, the uh, the new Asian Rose, yeah Rose, um, which again she is. Phen- I can't wait for you to go home okay. and, and you know YouTube her. She just gonna make you put a smile on her. just the way she talks, okay. you know. Um, but uh, a lot of people are assuming that that's gonna be the new love interest for John Boyega. And I'm like, I hope not because like I love John Boyega. Well, and Daisy Ridley as a as a couple. He's gonna need somebody to to, to be on his side when she yeah. flips to and starts around killing with. people. To yeah. pull around with. <laughs> to pull. Don't even. Come on. No, but uh, I I it's Storm gonna be very pilot, baby. Yeah, and they can't spend too much time on that island. Okay, like yeah. we talked. Yeah. Like because you still have you have Finn here, you have Poe, you have the Resistance. You got a, you got a lot of stuff going on. So I think we're gonna get a a nice chunk of training and some history on either the Journal of the Wills, the First Prophecy, First Jedi Temple, whatever. Yeah. But uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff going on here. Boye, uh, or Finn, um, he said that uh, he stood up for himself in the first movie, and he is uh, he's going to give it to him in this next one. That's what John Boyega said. So it was kind of funny. So I don't. I'm just curious to see if he's going to put on that resistance, you know, uh, uniform and, and go full throttle. But um, what about Poe, man? 
His X-Wing blew up His again. His fucking X-Wing! <laughs> again. <laughs> what the heck? Dude just can't keep an X-Wing. Yeah, I was going to say, poor guy. <clears throat> I was, I but was he's going around with BB-8. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah. BB-8's there, so they, they oh, are reunited, hi. and they stay together, it seems. That's cool. And I, Oscar Isaacs, man, I cannot give enough love to this cast, man. The cast is is amazing. It just kind of sucks. This this first shot we get of Oscar Isaacs is his black X-Wing just going to shit. You know who is not in the trailer? Specifically, we do not see Chewie. Yeah. No, no C-3PO, and no R2. No, no. Snoke, either. Well... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like of the yeah. of the iconic guys that we did get yeah. in, we got Force another Awakens. trailer though. Yeah, we got another another trailer on. But we're out of like the chewy we're home moments. Let's yeah. be honest. This yeah. is now. This isn't nostalgia anymore. This is about the new guys. Well, remind me because there's a scene where we we get to see the Millennium Falcon flying mm-hmm. um, at the end of Force Awakens. Who was with um, Ray? Chewie R2 and Chewie. Chewie and R two. Was it the whole gang? That's who. It was Chewie and R2, and that's who dropped... Ray's the only one that speaks English. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, tell me what. That's going to be a scene when Skywalker has interaction with C-3PO yeah. and Chewbacca. That's going to be so cool. Um, but, yeah, you see this this the ship flying off. That has to be midway into movie, something like that. So they're leaving. They have to leave the island. You don't think Skywalker's just going to stay on Octo, do you? He has to go with him. I, you know what? It'll probably be based off of what happens with Leia. Yeah. If there's anything that would get Skywalker off of an island is if his sister is in trouble. Yeah, because I tell you what, man. Um, I know a lot of people keep on saying, like, I don't want these films to repeat themselves, blah, blah, blah. I want so bad to see Luke Skywalker, old Luke Skywalker, walking through Tatooine like Obi-Wan. I, did, I just think that would be so bad. But, um, badass. Uh, but yeah, I want to see him interact with the with the world. That You know, mm. the, this new um, resistance and this new, um, you know, uh, First Order. I think that'd be interesting. So yeah. I hope he gets the fuck off of Ock, too. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see that interaction. And we, I think Daisy, um, or, or Ray, that's her ship now, right? She seems like it. She's I mean, gonna, it seems like her it, it kind of got handed down. I mean, in theory, it's Chewie's ship. But... I don't think he cares. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting there, too. What about, um, so, yeah, you brought up Kylo earlier. We get that shot of Kylo. One they, little they, shot. They actually moved that scar, yeah. you know, which is it's pretty funny. Like, Force Awakens, I just know he got hit in the face. If, if I wouldn't have read that today, I probably wouldn't even I probably wouldn't remember. Yeah. It, it's, until someone brings it up, I It's interesting. I just like that he was just kind of like, I like it. It's aesthetic purposes. Like I just did not care for where it was at. It just seemed ridiculous. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I, I probably wouldn't even have, have, have known or could tell the difference. But we talked just for a minute. There's a flashback of it looks like the Jedi Temple. It's got to be. In flames, it has to be. But they try to confuse us. Yeah. Because, the, because then they show Phasma, right? They show that. Phasma, and I think that has to be two different locations right there. Because Phasma wasn't around for, well, we don't even know in canon, do we? No, we no. have no when, idea. When the temple went up in flames? We, they, they, uh, the temple went up in flames like three or four years before. That's what's crazy. Was before it? Before Force Awakens, okay. yeah. It, has that been it's not very, Yeah, it's not a very long time. Yeah. yeah, it's like seven years or something. Like, so really Phasma could definitely be around. be around, around for it. I just don't. No, she doesn't seem like she fits into that yeah. that motif, you know. Because that is Phasma, right? Yeah. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, um, I thought both those scenes were, you know, the exact back to back. Yeah, back, yeah. To back. I oh, thought that was okay. Kylo coming in. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
Let me just fuck with you guys for a second, okay? Again, it's just devil's advocate. Don't you always? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so let's just throw it out there so we, we have, you know, all of it out there. Um, what if, you know, say Skywalker is as bad as he can be, okay? And at the end, he's like, the Jedi have to end, right? What if he already had that mentality before he went there? And what if Kylo turns bad everything, you know, that final step into Knights of Ren because he thinks that he torched the Jedi Temple, but it was Skywalker who did it because he's in the, it looks like he's, you know, he has that hand on R2-D2 yeah. and I don't know what if, and he's, he's shrouded. So we don't know. We don't see his expression. Okay. So I'm just devil's advocate. Okay. Just throwing out there. No, do you, do you think it's ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to burn this school down with all the kids. Which, in I it. think, I think Brian, no, well, like my dad before me. Well, Brian brought up something <laughs> earlier though. You said, what if Snoke is talking to, um, uh, Kylo and he was like, yeah. You know, uh, Skywalker. Didn't you say that, you know, Skywalker? You know, killed you know whoever. I think that that could be interesting. It'd be it'd be hard for a lot of Star Wars Star Wars fans to. It's swallow. the same reason why I don't think that anyone will ever actually forgive Kylo. No. Um, killing Except his dad. Luke. Killing. No, no. I'm saying like fan wise, uh-huh. like the fan base. I don't think they'll ever actually. Yeah, it's like a Jamie Lannister kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you killed Han fucking Solo, who uh-huh. also was your dad, by the way. Yeah. Um. Like, that's an that's a that that like the person who skewers R two is gonna be like the end. The, yeah. the, the like no one will ever like that character yeah. forever. And I I'm I'm just afraid what that if there's Kylo kills R two. Let's just add, let's heap it on the pile of iconic characters. What if he kills all of the iconic characters? <laughs> They're just like Dick. You're the jo- you're the King Joffrey yeah. of Star Wars. You know, you everyone hates you yeah. because it is your job to murder everyone. Yeah, and let me just say this, okay? I don't think that. They're going to get rid of Jedi. We don't know like if they're going to stop with 9 or if they're going to go 10, 11, 12. Jedi is a huge fucking yeah. selling point for Star Wars. Um, so I can't see the Jedi going, you know, anyway. I mean, like, I like that there was, like, only one scene in Rogue One of a lightsaber because I have all these other movies with lightsabers. I was completely cool with there not it being... It was neat it not it being was, about yeah, the Jedi. It was cool, yeah. yeah. But the, you know what? You know how much... How many complaints I heard on the internet... Um, Facebook, everyone was like, my, my mother-in-law, you know, um, she was like, th- she didn't care for it because there was no Jedi in it. There was no lightsaber really? battles. Yeah. Huh. And uh, so it's just kind of funny that, you know, but that shows you right there, Jedi aren't going anywhere, you know? Yeah. So um, I think uh, to, to bring it all the way around, I think that uh, Skywalker's probably just in a, in a, in a sour state or, you know, again, just devil's advocate, throw it all out there. What if that's um, a dark vision? Like when um, Luke Sky or when Luke went into the cave and thought Vader. What if Daisy Ridley Ray, she's going in, she's having some kind of vision where Luke Skywalker. Because I've always said, we've always said this, it'd be cool to see Luke Skywalker tap into that fucking dark side for a minute. Talks like the Joker. But what if it didn't mean anything? Mm-hmm. What if it didn't mean anything? We get to see Luke Skywalker do that, but through a dark side a vision. vision. That Ray sees the the worst outcome because Ray did say that this whole her, her whole storyline here is kind of like a what if you could meet your hero and your hero didn't turn out like oh, you expected him or her to be, you never know? Meet your heroes. Yeah, that's what Daisy Ridley said, and then uh, the Disney lady said you need to stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> at the the, uh, at the panel. Yeah, so that that could be interesting, or just seeing like a dark vision of, yeah. of Skywalker because I think fans would freak out. They would love that. But again, fans like you who don't want that, 
could still get a taste of a dark Luke Skywalker, yeah, but it didn't mean anything. It was just a dark vision. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're go- we're going a little bit long. So uh, the next uh, bit of uh, uh, Star Wars news, we'll just fly through, get your guys's um, interaction. So we talked about it a little bit. Um, Star Wars Rebels will end on season four. Yeah, um, it's cool that they're just ending it. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Making it go too far. Well, and I think I think that it it's, it shows something really cool because they did such a good job of linking Clone Wars to Rebels to the movies that I'm not upset that they're clipping it at four because they can come up with another series. Oh, they've already started another one. See, okay, yeah. there so you go. they're gonna start something new. Yeah, yeah. It, so yeah. they 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 start up this new series and they know they've already shown they've shown us as the viewers. That they've got the chops to link it all together, and I'm not, I'm not gonna miss these characters because they might show back up. Exactly. I you mean, know. we had Darth Maul show up, and we had Obi uh, Obi Wan show up. How many other characters do we have show up in Rebels? Lando. Lando. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Did um, you uh, Did you happen to see the uh, the Cad Bane Boba Fett shoot, uh, showdown that never made it into Rebels? No. 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 Okay. It was interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. It was like this, like gunslinger, like them. Go doing the whole like kind of westernish. Yep, and then they both both shoot at the yeah. same time, and uh, they both hit each other, and Boba Fett falls over, and his helmet has the dent in it. Oh, neat! Yeah, and then Cad Bane doesn't get up. Huh. So the uh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of like that, but at the same time, like I just really don't like that. Cad Bane's one of those. He just never rubbed me the right way. See, I, I just, like Cad Bane. See, I he's just got that Clint Eastwood bounty hunter look. That's to him. honestly the reason why I don't care for him. Really? It's, yeah, he's, too, just, he's too western in a sci-fi. Yeah, show. I love it. I love I just it. Don't I like hate it. Firefly. He just imagine that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like how he just shows up out of nowhere and he's like, "Oh, I'm awesome." Yeah. yeah, you know what? I was gonna and do. Flight boots are stupid. Yeah, I was gonna Sorry. do. <laughs> Unless I'm Star Lord, then it's okay. No, I don't even like him on Star Lord. Okay. Tonight so I was gonna um, do our top five um, people that we want to see cinematically, like mm-hmm. canon. But Cad I knew uh, maybe I don't. I haven't done my list. I but... wouldn't mind seeing him as a cameo, like uh, in the background, like one of those. Kind of how go- the the ghost was in yeah. was Rogue in for- was was in Rogue One where you're like oh the rebel ship is there yeah, yeah. You know, Cad don't Bane would make look pretty it. cool though exactly you see him you see him in the background he has that big hat you know maybe walks by and like kind of pulls his pistol on somebody and then that's it like you don't yeah. make him a part of the plot but you definitely be like oh shit it's Cad Bane you know, yeah. think that would be cool yeah mm-hmm. I'd be all right with that I knew this was gonna go long already so I was like I better drop the top five <laughs> but uh, Dave Filoni said I know it's tough but I firmly believe that each generation needs to have their own piece of Star Wars and from a creative perspective ending it now allows the story to be the most meaningful it can be um, this show by no means represents an end to what we're doing in animation for now I want you to focus on these guys and their final act so yeah I, I agree I think it's um if he envisioned it to end on four end on four I think um, there's too many TV shows out there that just keep going. they just keep going for ratings, and if it better serves the story, which it sounds like it does, then I salute you for ending. Yeah, on well, season Clone Wars had that problem. The last yeah, season was did. just a drag. Yeah. The last three episodes were garbage. So, so I ask you, what do you guys want from the future? Because we have what about a, a hundred years time span here. We have Clone Wars, we have Rebels. If they go to Force Awakens era. You know, which yeah. is where I would like to see them. It makes like sense to, to me. I'd like to see a cartoon about the rise of the First Order. Yeah, I, rise of First Order, Resistance, Luke Skywalker, and you know the the Knights of Ren. I think that yeah. is right there. Animation, four or five seasons would be fantastic. Well, and this would give us an opportunity to give us 
more Leia without having... Yeah, true. Because that, I mean, we don't without having her, and it would give us a way to continue her in the yeah. story yeah. in a way that people won't be pissed. Yeah. Because I know there was a lot of a lot of flack about, they're like, oh, they're going to just digitally animate her for the movies, or... But in an actual cartoon... Yeah. That's... I think a lot of people wouldn't mind that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even ending on the Battle of Jakku. Oh, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be neat. And then you said, Seth, that you wanted a spinoff film of Lord Von Seca, right? Is yeah. That, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. That would be all... You would get that. We, yeah. we see that what's up with him. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I think, think there's a... Why be, not? And Let's we get... out about it. Yeah. You said that there's already another cartoon in the, in the works. Do they we, haven't... They, they, they haven't said what it is. No. Right? We, we have no okay. idea. He's if you're listening, him it needs kid. to be the rise of the first one. I, I don't see any other way, especially when you have Clone Wars, Rebels. It just makes sense. Yeah. Dave Filoni, his cowboy hat, working on something. I don't know what. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't mind it like if they... Everybody was in a cowboy hat last Knights, weekend, too. <laughs> There's a lot of cowboy hats. Knights of the Old Republic would be cool, but I want a spin-off canon. film. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, it would. Thrawn wasn't canon until Rebels yeah, made know. him canon. So yeah, they would make it canon. And some of it is, isn't it? Didn't they bring in... They, they mention they, something that is referring to yeah. something that happens. It's 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 a, a yeah. three-step hearsay. Exactly. So, um, but I, for me, I, I don't know if you guys agree. I can't remember, but I want a spinoff film of Knights Old Republic. I don't. Yeah, I didn't think you did. No. So I think that would be. We're cool. talking about Gray Jedi. Revan is the Gray Jedi. <laughs> so hate to break yeah. it to you. All right. So that was the Rebels news. Um, let's see. So yeah, like the spinoff of Knights Old Republic. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but that also triggered another thought of spinoff films. Did you hear what Guillermo del Toro said recently? He wants to do a Star Wars movie. Dude, I love this. And none of us brought this up. Um, you guys can check out our, what it was the top five spinoffs yeah. that we want. There, It's up on the website. And none of us brought this up. We were in the era, okay? But I, I'm not a huge Gilmero del Toro fan either, right? But I would pay to see this in a fucking minute. <laughs> so, How many monsters love eyes on their hands? Yeah. In a recent interview with Collider, uh, Gilmero del Toro said he would like to make a Jabba the Hutt movie. Um, he said, but listen, 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 I would do the sort of Godfather saga. What Jabba the Hutt had to go through to gain control. One, because it's the character that looks like me, me the most. <laughs> and I like him. And I love the idea of a Hutt type of mafia. I just love that character. I think that sounds badass. I think that sounds I... so much fun. And it takes us to Tatooine. It takes me to my favorite. Like, I love the scum and villainy section of Star Wars. As long as it doesn't actually focus on Jabba. Because we've yeah. seen what happens when you bring Jabba back out of nowhere. Uh-huh. You get Han stepping on his tail and awkward CGI, yeah, yeah. or the effeminate southern gay cousin in <laughs> Clone Wars. You know, horrible. Like, you, they don't do huts well. Can you do? His, can anybody do his voice here? Is, is it Zero the Hut? Oh yeah. Hi. It sounds like Truman Capote. It's, it's so it's bad. It's awful. <laughs> and and then and you get you get stinky uh stinky the little, the little wormy baby the yeah. huddle oh my no. god I wanted okay when he said this oh. Brian I didn't think of any of that yeah see that's the thing that's exactly what I think he would do that would be fucking horrible. now if he take Jabba out of it <laughs> uh-huh. and do want do a Guillermo del Toro movie Godfather style about the bounty hunter guys uh-huh. You have it focus on Dengar. You have it focus on the rise of Boba Fett. You have it focus on... Crazy Mace Windu. On... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that could be awesome. Uh-huh. But if you focus it on Jabba the Hutt and his other little worm butt babies, um, <laughs> it will be... That would be dog shit. It will be tragic. Yeah. I'm thinking a, a mix of what he's saying and a mix of what you're saying. I think that would that would be pretty fun. What do you there think, you so? Go. You want to see Zero the Hutt? 
No. It's a nice You not down with this? No. Not down. Not down? No. All right. Those hoping, clown. those hoping to see Lando Calrissian in Star Wars The Last Jedi will be disappointed to hear that Billy Dee Williams does not have a role in the upcoming film. Thoughts? We'll start with you because you were at Celebration. I brought this up to you He is something else, man. He he felt pretty gone. Like, he was... He's an old man. Like, definitely... Uh, the, the old man stuff is really sinking in. Yeah, but, uh, yeah he was... Uh, it was weird because you said like and I you know you said you had some interaction or a friend had some interaction yeah. with him and he was he was a He's little off a little off a little but off. Uh, I will say that for the most part I thought he handled his panel pretty well yeah. you know that I watched uh, did you get to see that panel at all no okay I thought he handled that panel I could see kind of a mixture of what I saw but I completely believe what you said like mm. I could see him maybe like i don't know, you'd have to rein him in do you want to see lando at all he's the only classic character that really meant something an integral part of the original trilogy that has not shown up yet i wouldn't mind him eventually having a walk on uh-huh you know, not or, integral just no, do a no. chewbacca still yeah, hanging or, out with his loser or or you know sanctuary to luke skywalker and ray or something like that no, is that what you're I thinking wouldn't, i wouldn't mind seeing him show up at because we have not gotten a Han funeral. Yeah. We have not gotten a mm. Leia funeral. And if this takes place right afterwards, we might have something like that. I would I would love, you know, mm. if, if Leia ends up leaving us. Then think about that. Um, and they do like a combined Han and Leia kind of memorial service. Or he's uh, the he's giving dude, the they said Leia or, or just him standing there standing. next to Chewie. They said yeah. Leia won't be in episode nine. Yeah. They so. they have they have said that openly. Huh. They made that decision. So uh, it, I just, I wouldn't mind him being there. I just wouldn't want him to be, I wouldn't want him to be phoning it in. Yeah. You know, and that's, and I think that Lando's already an over the top kind of phone it in kind of character and add in senility <laughs> and, and yeah. they would have to rein him in. I, I think that he, they will bring him back in some capacity. I don't know at what. I would like to see him on screen, but I think limited as yeah. well. I think that's the best way to go with him. But uh, the, the reason I'm thinking they're not going to bring him into eight and they might bring him into nine as, a, as that limited role is almost the same reason like with the Obi-Wan spinoff. There's that rumor that they're not going to do the spinoff because yeah. they're not done telling a story. We might get more of his story in nine. Yeah. And then everyone's pumped about Obi-Wan. You bring out Obi-Wan, right? What comes well, out? What Nia, comes out next year? Him and me and um run off and are gay married. That's what they do. <laughs> they they are going to open a sanctuary for Poe and Finn. <laughs> Not canon. Not canon. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if what what comes out next year? Han Solo. The Han Solo movie, which yeah. has which has a young Lando. In Lando. It, so it'd be like the reverse way of doing it, but you're still getting people pumped up. Yeah. And then you bring in Lando the next year. You know, Billy D. Williams. In yeah. nine, I think that's probably a good way to do it if you're going to do it, just to get people, you know, interested um, in seeing Billy D. Williams. But or how about this? The Han Solo movie, the entire movie is a flashback told by Lando. By Lando. Just Let me be- tell you about my favorite smuggler. But his voice in Rebels was amazing. Yeah, you know, like he nailed that. Yeah, so no, that, cool. I, I think that'd be neat. Are you are you pumped for the Han Solo movie? It's filming now. So. I don't know about pumped. I'm interested. Uh huh. I liked the original uh, Han Solo origins out of the old Marvel comics and the novels, so I'll be interested to see what they do with it. But uh, I, I am I am definitely intrigued. And Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Could be interesting. So, um, Think of a human or an alien. 
human. I don't think so. I'm I'm actually very curious about that. I'm, I think I I think we're gonna go with an alien because otherwise he is gonna steal his iconic the Woody Harrelson I agree iconic with you 100%. face is gonna steal too much of the screen from the from the actual stars. What do you mean like um? I think he'll be a voiceover like, alien like uh Salgera? Yeah. No, Guerrero. no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm saying like yeah. he's an iconic face. Um, his, his uh, name is Blake. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. No, and they threw him it, in that motherfucker. I, I think Samuel Jackson's be, in the prequels. You might as well put Woody Harrelson in on Solo. I, I think it'll be uh like a Simon Pegg thing. Yeah, where it'll be a, a an, an actual alien running around, but it'll be Woody Harrelson who's actually doing the voice. I could be cool. I'd be cool with that. I'm that's, just excited about that's that. That's my. That is my bet. I'm just really excited about Alden Ehrenreich, man. He's gonna seriously. I think he's gonna own it. He better. So, yeah, he better. That's no shit. Um, any comment, Seth? Yeah. You are you pumped about the Han Solo movie, right? Yeah. You'll be there day one. Are all you? of us will be. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And somewhere we all need to be on day one. I think we should just sell our shit. I'm gonna read from the website here, but the new Disney theme park. Did you guys? Oh hear? my god! Oh, so excited! You posted something about. Oh that, my god! You? The 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 Starship Experience yeah. hotel rooms. Awesome. Oh my! They have they have digital windows to have. <laughs> Fucking space go oh, by. So cool. That's cool. So the in- space, Seth. Space, like fucking so, space. So there are suites <laughs> in these hotels that regular everyday rooms. They're Star Wars themed, and then there are other ones you pay a little extra for. That's basically the inside of like a Millennium Millennium Falcon like, cabin. Think of the hideout hooker. And. There's gonna be like an LED screen in your wall that looks like hyperspace. Yeah, and that if badass. You decide to turn that. Okay, on. okay. Pretend you're not sold yet. Okay, pretend you're not sold yet. <laughs> pretend that you're not erect. <laughs> okay, I can't get any yeah. more erect. Keep your hands over your cock right now, okay? Because I'm about. You're, I'm gonna. I'm gonna blow your mind. All right. You ready for this? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm this here. is from their website. Visitors can create a reputation in the Star Wars theme park. Okay, so um, you'll get to actively take part in the larger world and story. The decisions that you make actually have consequences, and uh, you'll meet up with other characters in the world. Uh, they'll even be able to join. You'll be able to join factions, signing up with the First Order, or deciding to go mercenary and head out on a run with some local bounty hunters. That's oh, badass. How do you do that? It's, it's, it's your interaction with. It's based off of the RF. So Disney's all RF tags now. You when you instead of having a, a ticket, you get a bracelet. Yeah, that is your you personal your RF tag. Yeah, this is all going to be to all of these people you interact with. They've got RF readers, and it's just like anything else. They can basically go ones or zeros. You you make this decision. It's like Westworld. It's a Star Wars Westworld. Yeah, with less with no stupid. Fucking, yeah, no fucking. I'm either. so later this year. I have my my honeymoon to Iceland. I am sell sincere, that for I am <laughs> sincerely debating on talking my wife into not doing it. Do this it, Natalie. Year do it. So we can do the Star Wars one 2019. in 2019. Because holy fuck shit, damn. Like oh this God. is what I've wanted my entire life. I'm 40 years old. Brian. I'm the same age as Star Wars. I I I I cut off a pinky. To make it happen sooner, yeah. Brian. I, can I celebrate with you guys? <laughs> like, I, every, I don't need to be in the same time. bedroom, man. So I don't. Uh, so I don't click on every Facebook link that comes across. Yeah. But if it has anything to do with the Star Wars <laughs> theme park, I have officially lost my shit for half an hour because I will read every single link that someone sends me about the Star Wars theme park, and 
Afterwards, I debate calling my wife and telling her that our honeymoon is moved. Okay, so pretend you're not <laughs> sold yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the story group, Lucasfilm, Disney, they created a rare experience here. The only way that you're going to experience this planet is to go to Disney, okay? So it's not Tatooine, it's not Hoth. They created a this uh, this unique planet. The planet is a remote frontier outpost that's a favorite destination for smugglers and that both the Resistance and the First Order have a presence in. It's a live created action by mission. Yeah, exactly. It's a live it's a live action uh like Force Unleashed uh mission that you have to go and play. Okay. And pretend you're not sold yet. You can drive the Millennium Falcon. I think it's a it's a ride. Isn't that are you sold yet? I mean, sounds cool. Maybe I slap Star Wars on. I'm going to check it out. I mean, I love Star Wars. I'm obviously um, sold. Yeah, like I think I, it's badass. How much will this cost, though? That's the other thing. Well, well it's ten million dollars. <laughs> I'm going to assume that it's going to be on the same the same caliber as Universal. five six grand something like that. It, no, no, probably no, Universal no. Harry you Potter. Stay. Right? I was say, it'll it'll be it'll be. But now. you got to stay in the. But you got to stay in the hotel and everything. Well, to get that part of the experience. Yeah. Like, you don't necessarily have to go and do the Starship Suite. I'm gonna. Yeah. You don't have to go and do the whole, my character is now part of this thing. I'm gonna. You know, like, th- these are things that you can add to. Or you just go to the park and go and see things and enjoy. Yeah. Um, that's for cowards. <laughs> I see. Or bums. <laughs> For Star Trek fans, <laughs> hey, you know if they'd be more for Star Trek, I'd probably be you know mostly as jazz. Yeah, but not as much. All right, guys, the 40th uh, anniversary of Star Wars. That would have been a perfect time to announce like a uh, pre like special edition, you know, Star Wars. But they didn't, and all fa- most fans are begging to have that 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 pre special edition. You I know? don't see why. I don't understand it. Get, move on. See, I would like to have that. I I want my, I want an option. But you just gotta think. No matter what I want, that's like printing fucking money. All they have to do is announce that, and they will. Even if they don't go with that as being canon, and they go with the special editions, yeah. they would still make so. It is all about money. It's all about money. But it doesn't have to. Stay be. Way it doesn't have to. But it is. Dead. They're already Ooh, uh, making bazillions of dollars. They don't. They need can't to. make enough. They can't make. All enough. that does is confuse the fan base. There is no reason to bring them back out. Yeah, it, I think it'd be fun. Stay way your long fan, enough, your uh, fan base has moved on. They don't even remember. See, I don't think they have. They have. See, I don't think so. The I think younger, that, no. The uh, other than old people like us telling the younger generation, uh, remember when that <laughs> didn't happen? Exactly. And, I know. This generation first, you yeah. little bitch. And this generation's like Empire. What? They're watching Rebels and Ahsoka Tano. But that's my point. Is we are holding on to that. Yeah. We don't I, have to. Do you know what though? Embrace the new. See, there's only one problem with that. Um, did you do you have any problems with the special editions at all? I got a few things, okay. but I have a few things about every movie. Well, because there's just that one. There's one, especially for me, and it's it's the one I, I'm surprised I don't have a T-shirt, and it's the Han sh- shoots first. I see that scene every time I, I watch that, per, that special edition, and you just it's so junky. Well, I think that I he get so clean mad. That up. I get so mad because I'm like, I think Han Solo would fucking shoot this guy because it's not, he's a cold-blooded killer. It's his life again. We've all done the Han Solo talk here, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, every time I watch that, I get super fucking mad. It doesn't bother me that he shoots, that the he tail. shoots. Yeah, you brought that up even. Yeah, no, exactly. It's so dog shit. There are parts that bother me that now could be cleaned up. Uh-huh. When they did the special editions originally, 
it was new and groundbreaking, all this stuff that they were doing, and the jerky movements and stuff. Now, that's what I want. I want the special editions remastered. Uh I want them to go back in and go, man, we've got the technology to fix this shit now. See, I want the original trilogy cleaned up. Yeah, see, I, that, fuck that. What do you think? I say move on. Clean up the special edition. Yeah? Yeah. All right, so I have uh, one bit, one more bit of news. Okay, so is there anything you wanted to add to this conversation? Anything that I didn't bring up from your 40th anniversary Star Wars Celebration Orlando? Um, anything you want to bring up, Brian, before we move on? Uh, we got a trailer for Battlefront 2, the Star Wars game. So That's my I, last bit of news. I, pl- I, played, I played the shit out of the original the Battlefront oh. with uh, with my, my buddy uh, Brian Cressus from Virginia, and... Uh, my son, you know, we play we played a bunch of it, but it's it was missing a lot of stuff, and the DLC on it was expensive. I still paid for it, but it was it was expensive, and they never did anything with the prequels in Battlefront One. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are like man prequels. No, um, I, I like that era, and I thought there would have been a really cool pl- place to do some neat stuff in a video game, and they didn't touch it. They obviously didn't do anything with Force Awakens until way later, and you had to buy like a $30 DLC, and all you got was a map and two characters. Um, this new one, first off, the trailer's fantastic. No. You know, the game looks amazing. It's covering all the genres. Uh, so it's, we, we see Maul. We've, you know, so we know that a lot of this iconic stuff that's there from all of the movie genres, including Force Awakens. And when you special order the fancy version, you also automatically get stuff from Last Jedi. So like, and this is coming out in November. You know, so cool. like, it's where you're gonna get some Last Jedi kind of outfits, you know, outfits and and you know hints and stuff, which is I'm I'm psyched about. But the biggest complaint that everyone had for Battlefront One is that there was no single player option. Everything was multiplayer. There, mm. you you had to play online. You yeah. had to play you know, or play against the computer. Yep. But it was always just battle, 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 battle. And this one is gonna have an actual single player campaign. Where you're, I'm assuming you're going to start in the prequels and probably work your way through the eras mm-hmm. as this campaign. And the guy who's creating it, the, the creative team, um, they actually admitted that they did not like the expensive DLC option that the first one had, and they are going to be doing something new and different. I, I like the character too of Battlefront here, or the, that how she's uh, um, brought up in the trailer. Where you know, because you look at someone like Finn, Finn saw what the First Order was doing and he mm-hmm. left. Um, this is indoor, but you see that uh, she sees the Death Star blow up. Yeah. She's into her job as a... Uh, um, special ops. Yeah, special yeah. ops. And she is fucking pissed at uh, you know the, the rebellion. You yeah. know, I think that, I think that's pretty cool that, to see that angle. Yeah. No, I think I, it'll be cool. I, I'm psyched. I'm super pumped. I think it's going to be fantastic. The only, only game I'm more psyched about right now is Injustice 2, but that's a completely different story. How about you, Seth? Um, I Did mean, you play Battlefront at all? No, actually. I played the old one on PS2. I have not played... Uh, I played just a very, very little of this new one, but uh, uh, there's also... Uh, there's going to be a split-screen feature on this one, too, where you're going to do, like, uh, duo missions. I don't think that you'll be able to play online split-screen, but um, <clears throat> that uh, I think it's cool that they're involving more people, and... Uh, Man, Kylo Ren looks sick. Yep. And like the one when he when he friggin' turns, I'm like, man, that looks just like the movie. Yeah. Like, man, I know that that's just a helmet. And, but still. And, but holy crap! And then we saw Yoda in the trailer too, fighting Darth Maul. So there's all going to be all kinds of heroes in this game. Yeah. So pretty exciting stuff. 
what do you what's your thoughts on Battlefield Two is going to be a canon story? Okay? Yeah, it's going to be what's the, yeah. the 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 ride to the Force Awakens basically. So just a just yeah. a blanket question here: What do you think of canon stories being on so many platforms? Because like for me. I hope that it's a good story, obviously. You're, yeah. you're spending 60, well, 70 bucks on a video that, game. I was going to say, it's going to be one one person's perspective uh-huh. of the story. You know what I mean? It's not going to be... It's just going to be a piece It's not going to be, uh, like, this world-altering event. Well, see, that... like, I don't I, I don't think so either. But, yeah. you like, look at the novels. I mean, there's some really good information in the novels that have come out lately. And uh, so from novels, you have, you know, uh, Re- Rebels. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on in yeah. Rebels. Um I mean, look, you look at fucking the Darth Maul, you know, yeah. or what happened to him in Clone Wars and, and then into Rebels as well. So there's a there's a lot of canon throughout. And I'm the kind of guy that's like, I, when I'm in when I'm in Star Wars mode, okay, yeah. when the new movie comes out, I'm like, fucking let's watch Star Wars. I will watch the prequels. I will watch, uh, you know, certain episodes of Clone Wars, you know. Like, I always like going back and watching, like, the Order 66 storyline. Oh, yeah. You know, right before Revenge of the Sith. It just kind of helps me, fl- you know, flesh that out a little bit. Um, sometimes I'll even pop in the 2Ds. Um, cause I love that, you know, I have to, in my mind, just bring it down because it's so heightened, you know, but I love some of the, you know, watching Anakin go through the trials. So anyway, when I'm marathoning, I go through, you know, like this whole experience, I'll watch everything in order. That's how I will mm-hmm. marathon everything. I'll watch Rogue One, you know, and then it'll keep on going. Um, you know, it's New Hope, Empire, and then Force Awakens, you know, um, Return, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. And... For me, I hope that the story is good, but uh, I I just hope that they keep all the interesting and really cool shit in the spinoff films or movies because it does get confusing when you're like, okay, um, Aftermath, you know, how did did they explain this character here? Or do I have to sit down and watch, you know, four seasons of Rebels? Do I have to watch eight, seven, six, you know, um, seasons of Clone Wars? So it's just a lot of canon spread out all over the the place. The key to having good um, extended canon is to have awesome stuff that people want to see and want to talk about, but it does not take away from your movies. Yeah. Because not seeing all these things doesn't change a damn bit of how awesome the movies are. There is nothing that happens in these that if someone told you after the fact, I'm like, by the way, Rebels had a suka in it, then you don't, (laughs) you're not like, oh, table flip, you know, oh my God. It's just, it's all augmentative. It's all stuff that just makes the story better. better. Yeah. Because um, I was looking at the um, a Kanan comic, right? Yeah. And I wish that they would have used something from the comic as a flashback or something in the show because I would have missed it mm-hmm. if I wasn't... Because well, I've missed a lot of the Star Wars comics recently. But there's a, there's that scene where Kanan's young and he sees the clone troopers that he's just gone on, you know, uh, missions with, you know, uh, with his with his master and he's, he's been doing his job and all of a sudden, boom, Order 66 happens and he sees this and it just... It, messes with him and trashes him as a young yeah. you know uh, this young kid and I'm like man that would have been so cool to see a flashback and if I wouldn't have picked up that comic there's a lot of people that are missing out on comics or rebels and things yeah. like that that they would not get that content. comics are great you should read them yes 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 some of them so <laughs> but uh, I, I just hope that uh, that they keep the really good canon stuff you know for yeah, on screen movies yeah, on screen but uh, which reminds me about a, you just pointed out a little tiny thing that I found that was earlier this week where we got verification from the, the the story guild that the bearded dude on Endor oh, is yeah. Rex. I like that. I'm, I, it's it's super minor. It has nothing to do nothing. with anything whatsoever. But I love the fact that they're... So the bearded Endor trooper... You didn't hear about this stuff? No. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. So there's been a... In the last, mm, what, six, eight months? Maybe, maybe, maybe the last year... 
there's been a lot of ever since Rex showed up in Rebels, which I love, which I love. That's a great beat. The the animation, the drawing of Rex in Rebels looks a lot like the dude on Endor, the bearded. Uh, the, the the bearded rebel trooper. Have you ever noticed that guy though? Seriously. I've seen him, but I've never really paid any attention. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it came out. The story team came out saying yeah. that that was on purpose. That this was like the the reason why they chose to draw old Rex the way they did. Huh, that's cool. Is because of this. Yeah. Would he still be alive though? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently because he's, so. he's alive in Rebels. He's alive in Rebels and he's old and he's kicking it. And that's Rebels era right there. I mean, that's, you know, a couple years after and one, he, two and years. He, and he joins the Rebellion Rebels. Yes. So, like, that's awesome. I love the fact that they... I think that's that, cool. And, and again, it has this perfect, perfect canon expansion. Uh-huh. You could go your entire life without knowing that. Yeah. And no one would care whatsoever. Yep. But the fact that he is there, and I like the fact that he is part of the team that comes and saves uh, Han and Leia. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. all it's, I think it's, it's cool. It's all about yeah. it's all about coming back to those old beats, and he's there. You know, he's yep. boots on the ground for the f- actual like the final striking blow against the empire. I've never recognized that guy ever. I've never seen him in the in Return of I've, I've seen him a bunch. Have, of times. have you ever seen him, it's, Seth? It's, honestly, yeah, no, I, no, neither have I. <laughs> it, but, but it's I, one of those things that I've never made mention other than the fact that I was like, whoa, that dude's got a really big bushy beard. Uh-huh. That's it. You know, like I've never thought about. Man, he looks kind of like. Until I saw the old yeah. Rex in the cartoon, and I was like, "Man, he awesome. kind of looks." The, and they've 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 verified it. They said, "Yep, that's him." That's cool. Huh. And I dig that. No, super like cool. uh, that's. I think that that's just a fun a fun little little thing. Yeah, and just to throw this out there, if you're listening, we would love to uh, work for Story Group. Isn't that right, guys? I <laughs> so I I make games for a living, and I love my job, but I would end it. For Star Wars, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just love to write something oh Star God. Wars? That'd be so badass. Yeah. Oh, no, that'd be I would love that. That'd be so cool, Brian. All right, guys. Uh, so, anything else you want to add to the conversation before we shut this mother down, Seth? Star Wars is awesome, Brian. Uh, may the Force be with us all. Where can they find you? Uh, I am on the Twitter at Laird Geek L A R D G E K, all one word. I am Seth Fisher. You can also find me on Facebook. Sorry, your your last little Facebook. Uh, I am Brian C P Steele or at Brian C P Steele on Twitter. Um, on Facebook, I am also Brian C P Steele. There's a trend here. Uh, find me on the adventures. We'll chat. Follow me on Twitter, and you'll get to see some really ridiculous things sometimes. Awesome. Um, you've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. <laughs> I'm Brad Hawkins. And uh, you can find me all over the place, adventuresinvideoland.com. Um, uh, the, the Facebook page, check us out there. Tumblr, uh, Twitter. Um, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. iTunes have been doing really good for us, man. Like, good, there's, there's time, like, SoundCloud, you know, it, you, it's hit or miss, mm-hmm. you know? There's not that many people who listen to SoundCloud. But iTunes, man, it's to the point now I don't even look at our hits because I'm just like, it's, like, we get hits from iTunes, we get hits from... Um, our, our opinions podcasting, which we run through. Um, so it's to the point now, I just like, cause I was always looking like how many hits we get, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm just like, fuck it. Cause it's, it's, it's doing pretty well. Good, so good. yeah. So check us out um, on Facebook. Check us, check us out everywhere until next time. My good people. Bye. <laughs>